This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, everybody. Today, Rado runs through his top 10 two-player games. And this is not the first time I have made this run-through. About five years ago, I came up with a list of 10 games that I absolutely adore for me and my wife. Now, to be fair, all the games that are surrounding me are all great two-player games. But this is specifically a list of games that are just for two. Although some of them will work well as a solo game as well. So, um, I figured it's been five years. I should update the list. And I figured this time I won't do it alone. And here's a little bit weird. You'd think, oh, I'm going to be talking about two-player games. I should bring in one other person so we can have two people talking. No, 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 no. That's not how I go. We brought in two people, so it's three people. Hey! Hi. Hello! Hi! So excited to be here. Um, I'm excited. Hey, everyone. Uh, I, this is Ella and Stella. Um, two wonderful um, board game media personalities down under. Ella is uh, the head of Ella Loves Board Games, and Stella is... I am. I, I'm going to call you the head of Meeple University. Uh, Taryn, I'm sure... It's true. He, he knows where the bread is, buddy. Um, He's happy. Now, uh, He's happy with that. Both of their channels are down in the show notes. You can hit that eye in the top right corner screen to go check them out. Uh, they cover a wide range of stuff. In fact, actually, the two of them are really good friends in real life, and you often do uh, collaborations together. Um, when we were setting up for this, I realized they know a lot more about how to do this kind of stuff than I do. Um, so if anything goes wrong, it's all on me. They are here, though. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so you have, you guys both have a list, right? They're all two-player only or solo, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. Cool. Um, we don't know each other's list here, right? Yeah. This is no, quite not at all. Exciting. I have no yeah. idea. What they have both done is they have sent me emails that are literally just have a countdown from ten to one with URL links on them. So I click on them, it'll pop up, and we will all discover um, that oh, I should have thought of that, or what are you thinking? One way or the other, we will get to that. Uh, did you guys have a hard time coming up with this, or do you? I mean, I know. I, I know Stella does a lot of two-player gaming. I assume Ella does as well. I do. That's mostly how I play. But I found it hard just because there were some games that I thought were two-player, but they're not. They're like two to four. Yeah. Oh, I can't put that on. Which is like, oh, sorry. That's a bit noisy. Do you hear it? <laughs> My it? husband is coming in the door. Your husband? No. <laughs> Yeah, with the yeah, dogs. Hi, Ella's husband. <laughs> hey. So sorry. Let's have a special guest appearance. I don't think I've ever seen him on camera. And it's not happening today? Yeah. Okay. No, it's not happening yeah, today. He just backed slowly away from the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all right. For me, it is quite, I don't know. I guess it's not that hard. I have always have the list. But the list that I have is the one that plays two to four plays, sort of like Ella. Yeah. And then the hard yeah. bit is the probably arranging it from ten to one or one to ten. So yeah. Oh, oh yes, oh, that's always play. the yeah. worst. How do you choose? There are so different games. Like how do you make one a ten and the other a one a nine? I just want to say everything here it gets the same love for me. Yeah. They're all tied <laughs> yeah. for first place as far as yes. All right. Yeah, anything that gets into the top 10 is a fairly good game for me. Yeah, right? I'd say that's Correct. a fair. Yeah, yeah. 
That's not true. Now, um, like I said, I did one five years ago, and I decided to come up with a completely new list of ten. So really, my oh, top wow. ten is, as far as I'm concerned, my favorite ones that have come out literally in the last five years. Um, okay. Yeah. So I, I, mine's going to be all cult of the new. I imagine you two will both probably reach far and wide and maybe go a bit deeper than me. Yeah, I'll have a mix. Yeah, yeah. And my, my original top oh, ten mix. is, you can hit that eye as well, or the link for it is down in the show notes. But um, I don't know, are you, are you ready to go? Yes, let's right. do this. Let me find right. the button um, to go over. Oh, let me uh, make sure I've got it queued up. Yes, I've got my number 10. Oh, wait, what are we going to do? All right, I, I guess it's going to be yeah, me, Stella, Ella, because completely randomly, Ella was in NDI slot 3, according to Skype, and Ella got <laughs> okay. number 2, totally randomly, so Skype has decreed that Stella will be second. All righty then. Okay. <clears throat> then let's get going with my number 10, Fugitive. Oh, yeah. I, that's what it yeah, was. I actually showed them this before we started <laughs> filming. I said, can you recognize this? Because this is a prototype I had when it was on Kickstarter a million years ago. And they had no idea right. what I it was playing Right, it looks so different. Um, yeah. <laughs> no. And I should say, the real final published Fugitive looks gorgeous from Tim Fowler Games. And there's my wife, Jen, mm. we were playing together. This is a very, very cool bluffing game where one player is basically... Tommy Lee Jones from the movie The Fugitive, and the other player is basically mm. Harrison Ford. And the, both players are playing completely different games. If I am The Fugitive, I'm actually trying to play an ascending series of cards in secret so that I can get to my to the airport to escape. Um, but I'm playing them face down so that you, the, uh, the marshal, uh, your job is to figure out what are the number of the cards I'm playing. And you're kind of playing a, almost a game of go fish. But you have lots of tools at your disposal to make educated guesses and um, you know eliminate possibilities. I've got opportunities as a fugitive to kind of bluff and make you think, oh, well, that has to be a, that has to be a 17. I'm like, nope, it's not. I've totally... Uh, the last five cards, you had no idea where I was, even though you thought you did. And it's <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. Um, you know, it's interesting. Uh, my wife, Jen, and I, we kind of have a hard time with these kinds of games, uh, because I tend to read her mind really well and anticipate when uh... she's going to zig or zag. But another nice thing is the game does have a nice uh, handicapping mode, so you can... If one player is more experienced than the other... So, it's a brilliant game, and do not be fooled by the prototype you're looking at here. It's gorgeous. It's just absolutely wonderful kind of uh, 50s art to it that's just absolutely awesome. And it's my new number 10 Fugitive. Have either of you played it? No, no I actually I have not. I play Sabotage, um, but not Fugitive. Oh, yeah. Sabotage yeah, is kind of like not. Fugitive's big brother. You know, it's like, yes. it's like, you know, it takes yeah. everything to an 11. Um, yeah, well, you, you have to try it. It is a blast. It's an okay. awesome couples game. I mean, I can't imagine the only reason you might not like it is because there, there is a it down. lot of bluffing, a lot of mind games. Yeah. All right. No, it sounds like it, it'll be good. Yeah, well, excellent. It'll be something that I like. Uh, Enjoys a couple. I, well, you can always yeah. watch, um, or, you know, I think I, you know, Jen thought she had me, and then we revealed all the cards, and she didn't, <laughs> and that was the end of the video. So that'll be the end of my number 10. And now we will move on to Stella's number 10. Let me go on ahead and click din, it. Din, din. And here it comes. Is this going to, or a second, hold on a second. Surprise. Yes. All right, there we go. Clicking, and it's opening up. And Ella, what is it? Dun, dun, dun. It's, it's, it's a, Ella dancing. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, it's Kapow. 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 That's my video for Kapow. Okay, you're, you're <laughs> Kapow the first edition. 
this is a two player so the box itself comes with two players well you can get another box for four players okay. but anyways technically it's two players uh with one person i really love the theme one person is the villain and the other one is the superheroes right. and we are uh that's a dice building so you can see that there's uh, you building dice you put customize the dice um you it's a um kind of like battle to the death uh, a lot of engine building. It's a dice rolling where there are a lot of options. It's a quick game. Um, see, that's, that's the options there. Okay. And you can, you know, roll it and then assign the dice to things to try to build your engine and then KO your opponents. That's basically Kapow. So does each player have like 20 uh, hit is, points yeah. and you're trying to wear each other down first, like Magic yep. the Gathering? Something like that. So I think each yeah. uh, each one has got uh, so each character has got slightly different health points and abilities, like asymmetric asymmetric power a little mm. bit, not too much. So that's um, uh, yeah, just like twenty or twenty five, depending on the character you use. It's it's really funny as well. Yeah, yeah. Is that Is why it? you were asking if I had your copy, Stella? You were, yes. you were asking yeah. that the other time. That's why. Yeah. It was when, I was, <laughs> when I was writing my list, I was like, where's my copy? Oh, Ella borrowed it. Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm actually so in this board good. game. My dreams have come true. I'm one of the superheroes they use my image for. I know. Oh, I'm like, yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How cool is that? Um, I only have a number because I'm irradiated. So I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get in trouble. Oh, am I five four seven? <laughs> But yeah, so I'm, I'm a, a yeah. I have nuclear power for my energy. So I'm oh, here. that's awesome. Do you? Yeah, I know. I'd love to play as your character, Ella. I can't wait. That's the second edition. That's yes. Uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. So the really di- I mean, this is this is the gameplay right here, right? You roll dice, and then it's kind of like a dice worker placement game, kind of a thing to activate different powers. Correct. Cool. That's that's basically it. So uh, you can see me like rolling and then assigning it, and it's kind of like bluffing as well. You can talk to your opponents like, oh, you you know, you looks like maybe I'm gonna attack you, but really, uh, you're not attacking. You're building your engine, and then then your opponent will think that they're gonna attack you. They're gonna assign and waste dice for defend. So ah. that, that that would happen. Okay. Yeah. Ah. Can you? Because you you do it behind the screen. Yo, I mean. If it's just a, if it's just a race to do twenty points of damage or fifteen points or whatever, that's really not that aggressive because that just means oh, I'm just trying to basically score fifteen points, which is to say you losing fifteen points. But can I mess with your engine? Can I break stuff, or is it just a race? I don't to do damage. I think it's mainly a race, and it's also almost like rock paper scissors. What action you do this turn? What action they do this turn? There are actions that combo from other um, from the opponents action as well uh-huh. let's say if your opponent choose this you get this as well but there's not really a take that be, um, except for KOing the opponent so that's the actual right, right, right. thing just yeah yeah you can't really like destroy opponent's engine which is probably like what I like about it because you know you, you build your engine you don't kind of like you don't want to get destroyed you just focus on KOing the opponent yeah. building your engine yeah um, and maximize your strategy as well. So it's quite strategic as well, yeah. whether you want to build the engine first, you want to kill, straight kill opponents, um, you want a long game if you have really powerful character, or you want a short, sorry, a short game if you want, you have a really strong attacking character yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, I love, it's really enjoyable. I love reprogrammable dice. I mean, in like, you know, mm, uh, you you know dice best. forge yeah. and, and stuff like that. Yes. And I mean, after me, you've got me intrigued. If, 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 if it's not aggressive, if it's just more, oh, we're just racing to do the right amount of damage, that might be interesting for me and yeah, too. Not, you kind of convinced me. I mean, it looks yeah. great. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. It's like, and the oh, good the thing as well, comic book. Yeah, the art is great, and the good thing as well, there are so many actions. Well, at first you might be like, oh my god, there's so many, but that it's class. It's kind of like categorized into different sections. Yeah, yeah. So basically, this part is the engine building. This is the defend. This is the attack. Depending on the dice you have, um, there's almost always things you can do with your dice. Cool. So it's not like you start. There's also a thing where you can re-roll your dice, for example. So that's to mitigate the dice mm-hmm. roll. So it's really, really enjoyable. Nice quick games of Kapow. All right. Kapow, Kapow. That's an excellent start. <laughs> and uh, if it doesn't show up on Ella's list at some point, we'll know there's, she's not that happy about her radioactive uh, Superman. <laughs> no, oh, no. I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point, Richard. Okay, cool. Well, that's excellent. Um, all right, let me Let's... see if I can now pull up Ella's list. And click on her number 10. Yep, there we go. And I have no idea what this is going to be. Tap and follow link. Here we go. Boom. What is that? Boom. What I is that? Do you know what that is? I don't so know. It, I didn't know this either until I spoke to Suze on another top 10. And it's called Spire's End. So this is uh, an adventure... Uh, an adventure game that is just all in a deck of cards. Oh. So um, it's a kind of game, yeah. So this, well, throughout the years, like uh, in the in the time that I've been playing, there have been a lot of games that are like point and click adventure games, mm-hmm. and this sort of feels like that. Um, so it plays with one player or two players, but I kind of like it more solo, just because um, I play it at the end of the day when I'm relaxing, because everything that you need to know is in the deck: the rules, how to manage health, how to attack, what um, the choices that you make. I can't actually say a lot of things about what's happening in the game because there will be a lot of spoilers. Okay. So that's me playing on Twitch. So don't look if you don't want any spoilers. <laughs> There's a door! It's going <laughs> to open! It's all spoiled. It's all ruined now. And, uh, Might as well not even play. Yeah. No, no. And, uh, <laughs> I love point and click um, adventure time. The story is there's a mysterious fire that has emerged and everybody in the town has disappeared. And it is your task to find them. So you, of course, like any sane person would uh, do, you enter into the spire alone. No, no, you have a lot of people helping you out. So you have two adventures that you handle. And it's sort of like the usual uh, deck crawler, dungeon crawler sort of thing where you have to manage your health. Um, you roll dice in order to attack, but it's more, I think um, it's not just lock-based in that sense because you can choose what kind of attack you will do because, say, for example, you want to do a strong attack, but you have to get higher numbered dice. Yeah. You can do lower attacks and then uh, the range will be from 1 to 10, so it's easier to hit and things like that. So it's harder to hit with stronger dice. And the aim is to get to the end of the spire with all your people um, alive, I guess. Well, like in any dungeon crawl. Well, is- and the people... Uh, I, I should, can I say? Anyway, yeah. I shouldn't. I should stop. Oh, you're about <laughs> to spoil everything? Yay! No spoilers! No spoilers! <laughs> but I'm curious. Yeah. Uh, is this a one-and-done game? Do you play through, you finish the story, you don't feel like going back again, or does it have branching paths, or is... Are, are you happy to play it again even though you know the story? I'm happy to play it again just because the combination of people that you can have that you bring in will be different. Oh, your characters, um, yeah. 
But yes, yeah. But it is. It does have branching stories. But in that sense, yes, it is very um, limited in terms of you. You will know what will happen. But I guess just the combination is different. I really don't mind. Okay. Um, replaying games that I know. Yeah. Do you have that experience, or you're like, ah, oh, I know it. I won't play it anymore. Replaying games, I know. Uh, What's we, that? Yeah. I never get to. Always got to move on to the next <laughs> <I know>. game. <laughs> You are That's right. a good You're point. Right. That's a good point. If it's like choose your own adventure book yeah. type of thing, then yeah, you read it again and try to choose a different path. Maybe. Yeah. What was it called again? Mm. I've never heard of it. Nice. Spires End. Spires so End. There I th- I th- Spires. Yeah, it was very hard to get. I think they're doing a reprint. So this year, and the art is, mag- like, I love the ink art. It's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, something that you can play at the end of the day. It's pretty easy because all the rules are in there. You just have to read it. It's like a okay. Now I know another rule. Now I know another right. rule oh, and it builds on yeah. it, which is pretty gay. They're on the cards. Yeah, yeah. I gotta get this. It's like yeah. flux. Cool. <laughs> yeah, everything is in the cards. Everything is in the cards. Wow. So I mean, I assume you've mm. played like uh, Time Stories or other games like this, right? Yes. Um, this is, I guess, because of the ease, yeah. I like it better. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's more choose your own adventure because it's literally what do you do, this or this one. And then um, I also like managing the characters because they feel very different. I am into dungeon crawlers a lot. Like I like Gloomhaven. I like Jaws of Alliance. So I'm really into this type of thing. And so it's if I, I like that experience. So this is a more di- simple distilled version okay, of yeah, that. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. I like it. Cool. Ah, uh, you just remind me also a game that I have not included in my top ten that I should. I Never mind. That's <laughs> it. Let's all hang up. We'll meet again next week, second time. Tell we get it right. Do you need to? Do you need okay. to call an audible? Do you need to make a quick change or? Nah, nah, it's okay. It's it's already. We there. can do some honorable mentions at the end, I suppose. If if you if you remember. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'll do that. So that was your number nine. Mine yes. will be called. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I am so glad to have you on because two for two. That's two games I didn't know anything about, and now I know more about. And mm. so it's great to have you here because the audience knows more about it too. And um, and you folks can go again. Links down in the show notes. You can go watch their videos of these two games. I think a lot of the links are going to be to your guys's channel, right? That you've sent? Some, Probably. yes. Some. Sweet. I don't have a some, lot of videos on the others. Okay. Yes. That's BGG. That's BGG as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that was a good start. Let's move on to number nine. And my number nine is oh, Yokohama oh. Duel. Yes, Yokohama oh, Duel. Yes. Yeah. Do you know it? <laughs> I know I it. I haven't not, played it yet. I, I haven't, haven't played it. I've had I it forever. It's... I haven't even played Yokohama. Oh, well, Yokohama what? is excellent, but that is not a two-player yeah. game. Yes, this is an excellent game. Shuffle shim. Here, here's the deal. Um, there's like you know, there's a, a grid of different locations in Yokohama that represent places where you can gather resources or convert resources into points or complete objectives. All that kind of Euroy stuff. And it's a worker placement game. At the beginning of the game, you have four cards that are your four workers: a level one card, two, three, and four, which represent. You, I'm sending out one worker, two workers, three workers, four workers. You send out four workers. They're gonna do a bigger, better job wherever you send them to. The interesting thing is you must play them in order. First round, you have to play your one, then play your two, then play your Mm. three, then play your four. And that's where the strategy comes in because, well, I would like to go over and uh, play my four right now and get all the tea leaves I need before I head over to the shipping district. But I can't. I got to get this one out of the way first. And what am I going to do? Where am I going to send them? Ah, yes. It's so cool. It's such a simple idea, but it works so well. I mean, and the whole game is basically just a bunch of different sized cards. Because um, uh, although I know there are some little uh, tokens to keep track of resources and whatnot, there 
are technologies that you can buy that make you better at different things. Mm. Every time you play, you'll see all the technologies, but they will come out in a different order, and that radically changes the feel of the game. And you know, kind of makes you focus on one thing or another. Um, you can upgrade mm. the workers as well if you have money. And okay, I desperately need—I've got to send out my two right now. But I desperately need to send a three there. Okay, I'll send my two, but I'll supplement them with some yen, with some extra money, so that that temporarily bumps them up to a three. But now I don't have the money to do the other thing I wanted to do, to buy the technology I needed to buy. All those kinds of things. It's it's a it's a super tiny little package with a ton of game in it. And um, yeah, I mean, it's it's so hard to find a worker placement game that does something really new and different. Because we've had so many of yeah. them over the last decade. And so that's one of the things that really makes Yokohama Duel stand out for me. Which is why it's my new number nine, Yokohama Duel. I love it How already. It I want it now. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It does pick up and deliver really well. Because pick up and deliver is really hard to do without it being boring. And Yokohama does it really well. What's the difference between playing Yokohama, the original one, two-player, and this one, Duel? Well, Yokohama is all about, like you said, it's about kind of creating that route... Um, you, you still send out workers to all the different places in the grid that represents Yokohama. But you, you, I, I, put, I put a couple workers here, I put a couple workers there, and then um, you, you've built a route that your um, manager which is, you know, the meeple that represents you, can kind of travel around to activate things. So yeah. it's kind of like you send an advanced team to prepare the path you're going to follow, and then you follow the path. Here, that's completely gone. There's no representation of you. Oh. It's just, I'm sending out a single mm. worker someplace, and then I'm sending out a double, and then I'm sending out a triple, but I'm going to upgrade them to a fiver, because uh, I need to do a five level, and then I'm going to do the level right. four, and then I'm going to call them all back. And um, you can temporarily upgrade the workers. You can also permanently upgrade them as well, so mm. that you make a bigger, stronger mm. workforce. But it's always that, ch that challenging puzzle of, I need to do this right now, but I don't need to do a level one version of it. So what am I going to do until I get there? And of course, worker placement. Oh, what if somebody else takes it, and now I can't get there till next round kind of stuff. Yeah. Can you that use a five amazing. for a one? Mm -hmm. Like a fiver as a one? Um and get only one thing? Yeah, but I mean I mean a lot oh. of these things are hey, go to the I mean, actually if you look really close you can see there's like um the the the, the T. Uh if I go with there with a one, I'm gonna get mm -hmm. one tea leaf. If I go there with a two, I'm gonna get two kind of thing. Um, if I go to the yeah. technology area, uh, well, I need to go there with at least a three-er if I want to get level three technologies. So yes, I guess you could go there mm -hmm. with a five and get a level one technology, but oh, you'd be wasting that but five. But why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, that's going to happen yeah. sometimes too, because you're desperate to you know get that perfect thing that's going to fit. It's super sharp. And I mean, if people who like Yokohama, I mean, it's it is, it's, unlike some of these, you know, like, little brother, little sister games, this one is its own thing. It's not trying to recreate, it's recreating the setting mm. of Yokohama, but it is a very different feeling game. Right. Got it, got it. All right, it's my, my wish list now. Oh, it, it, should sure. be. it should be it on everyone's, me. if you can find it. Yeah. I think it's pretty tough to get. I have there. it, we can play it. Oh, oh there you go. Oh, really? Yes. Version. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I cannot recommend it enough. All righty, well, that was my yeah. um, number nine. Let's move on number to nine. Stella's number nine. Number nine. Boop, boop. Number nine. What is it? Is it coming? Number nine. We're summoning it. I'm trying to <laughs> It's click. coming Number soon. Number nine. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Here we come. Here it comes. There it is. And? We'll see what this is. It's... Channel 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 channel. Channel. I want to play this yes. game so L much. 
Oh gosh, it's so good. So Ella was so it looks a bit disappointed. You forgot to include oh, this no. Ella. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> I forgot. I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> so um, this is a two-player sort of dual game. It is like tuck and tuck of war a little okay. bit. So you're basically trying to build tunnels. So one player starting on the se- uh, left end on the and the other one starting on the right end. That's basically a recreation of Britain and France um, building tunnel back yeah, in the, 1987. Yeah, the the, the channel tunnel that yeah. you know, connects. Yes, the yeah, channel. Yeah. The channel tunnel. That's I've correct. written it many times so back you, when we lived in England. There. Oh, wow. There you go. So you, I think you liked it. So speaking about worker placement that we talked before, so it's mainly worker placement, but it's so unique that you draw, you start your uh, the round by drawing some this from the back you have to stack this this of the same color in one stack okay. and that represents one worker right so you will assign it to different workers placement spots uh, but if there's um how, how does it say it so if you got a uh, opponent that has workers there that is shorter stack than you so you have more this you can do it you can go there and take it is that right ella hang on that mm. little bit i slightly yeah so you kind of like it's 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 very thinky that you have to think which stack you use first of different color so that you can maximize it mm-hmm. so that you can either block the space completely from opponent if it's a really tall stack of this then they can't really go there but if it's a short mm-hmm. one other people can go there and you get so i think you get this back of the opponent get the disc or something like that. Or you get the disc back if opponents go there, I think. Oh, they, they kind of bump uh, you out pl- kind of a thing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the disc needs to like be Like Peloponnese, you get your yeah. things back. Yeah, if they bump you out. Yeah. yeah. And you, you know, you have to watch out. So it's And the fact that you have to watch out what your opponents are doing as well on the actual action on, on the game because it's a more... Like seeing what opponents done, you do something that will stop that opponents from getting away with getting points. Right. Let's say if somebody trying to score on technology, there and the other person might try to score on building the tunnels. So the one that building the tunnels, if the other person has not built a lot of, a lot of their tunnels, then that other person will the opponents will score more. Okay. So you're gonna have to watch out for that. Um, it's it's very tight. Um, and those cards are working at placement space as well. It's been a while since I played it. I think yeah. been like it was Essen, Essen 2019. I was yeah. speaking about Essen. I want to go to Essen again anyway. <laughs> um, Remember when we could travel? Uh, what's yeah. that? What's travel? <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, you can at least travel yeah. within your own country. So your country is <laughs> yes, on top right, of things. Right. So. Yeah, but you know, within state, I'm, I'm still scared to go within state. If what happened if they suddenly shut down the border and then we stuck oh, sure, sure. on yeah. the, another state? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you have to pay for yeah. the hotel on your uh, from your own pocket, which is for expensive. Quarantine. <laughs> yeah. 14 days quarantine. Yeah. I don't want to be stuck yeah. with other people for 14 days. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's actually true. So yeah, that's uh, that's Channel Tunnel. It's really tight two play game. It has really clever the worker placement mechanic, um, very unique. So um, I haven't played Yokohama Duel, but I think if you like Yokohama Duel, you might like this one. Ella likes yeah. this one yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. This publisher does a lot of those small box games that pack a lot. Like tiny yeah. They do, yeah. yeah. They do like San Francisco. Uh, they had a game yes. called yes. San Francisco. Yes. I play with you, San Francisco. Also. 
jumping faster so that might not be good because you don't also want time to be fast because you want it to be slow as possible so that you fill in all your pieces put it in the right space at the right time things like that and also always have the right buttons so this is and he has done a lot of tile games um, after this like patchwork and he has this in feast for odin he has that little tile game in feast for odin and then he had a whole series about it but this is my favorite just because i don't know i like the theme better like sewing a quilt and yeah it was one of the first actually uve games that i played wow. so um it has yeah it has like um i don't know i just love it well I was, that's what i was, I was, yeah. was going to ask you um so you're right. He's done a whole series of these polyomino games. This is where he started. Then he did Feast for Open. A ton. But then he's done Cottage Garden and, um, mm. and uh, oh, uh, Indian I Summer. Some, and, summer. Yeah. Yeah. But of all of the ones he's done in this zone, Patchwork, his first one is still your favorite? Or did Patchwork make it because it's a two-player only game and you were trying to identify the two-player think- only? Yes, that's it. Um, no, I still like this better. Wow. But, but it's just like preference. Yeah. Um, the others are more, they're better games, but games are like, it's, this just has a place in my heart because of it. Like, it's one of the first few games I played that introduced sure. me to that aspect of like, oh, I want that tile, but I, that means I'm going fast and therefore that's bad for me because like I don't want to race to the end. Yes, yeah. I haven't played Nova Luna actually, so oh, right, right, um, right, right, yeah, right. that's why. So, but yeah, yeah, Nova Luna does the same idea of how you grab the tiles, but yeah. wait, you do a completely different thing with the tiles. You're not trying to you know fill in all the holes, but yeah, it is a brilliant game right. and incredibly popular and just continues to sell like hotcakes all these years later. Mm. I mean, I mean, every every There's time a he Christmas does one, yeah, every time he does another polyomino game, people say, well, yeah, but how does it compare to Patchwork? You know, I'm sure yeah. he's kind of sick and tired of hearing about Patchwork, Uwe Rosenberg. Like, I've, I've done other games. <laughs> Patchwork. What's your favorite? Um, I think of all the ones he's done, my favorite is probably Spring Meadow. I like that one the most. Um, mm, it's a more, I haven't tried It's that. a more recent one. It's interesting because he introduces a, kind of a Tetris thing that the pieces come in at one side and they have to slide down. And so that really restricts you. You're still trying to fill uh... holes. You're still trying to grab the right tiles. But it's a, it's a little bit more Tetris-y, whereas this is, well, you just kind of grow organically from wherever you want. So you have a lot yeah. more freedom in this game. Um, but it is, you know, it's obviously so well left. Have you, and also he's done the, um, the Patchwork Roll and Write. Have you done that one? No, I have not. No, I haven't. Be good. No. I love Roll yeah. and Write. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have to. I mean, I've seen what people end up doing is you could just say, oh, I'm going to write in this thing and I'll just put in some plaid or whatnot. But people end up like doing all kinds of their own personal doodles um, to make like customized pieces as they go. Uh, It's really cool. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I haven't played a lot of patchworks myself. I know that I have slightly bad, it's a little bit bad at spatial rotation. So I need to grab it and put it in my board. So that's like sometimes there are times I struggle, although I still enjoy games like this. I just know that I'm going to be left behind with score or I'll probably be the most AP. Or, or you'll drive like everybody, you'll so either drive everybody I feel bad. nuts by having to try every single piece <laughs> everywhere yeah. or you'll come yeah, in last place, in. one or the other. You have to make that choice. Yes. I usually come last place. <laughs> 
My <laughs> wife chooses the former because, yeah, that, I mean, she does the same thing where, I mean, she really can't visualize how right. they're going to fit until she tries them in. Mm. Um, it's like interesting. Uh, right. His most recent version of this kind of game, New York Zoo, I believe it actually comes with a piece that says, hey, when you're going to pick up a piece to try things around, put this piece in its place so you don't forget where the piece goes when you put it back because mm. so many people are like you, Stella, that just have to try and yep. you know see how it fits in every single way. So don't feel bad. You're not alone. Yep. Thank you. That's my weakness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but this is, I, 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 I you know, this, this is such a, a huge. This is an evergreen game. People are going to be playing this game twenty years from now, and it's going to be just as popular mm-hmm. because it's so good, and it's an excellent choice. That was your number nine patchwork. Okay, now mm-hmm. we are moving on to my number eight, which is again all of mine are fairly ding, new. You guys ding. are definitely hitting. I mean, that's this one is such a classic. But my number eight is Foothills. Which I don't know if you. Mm. It's um. I haven't haven't played it. You have or haven't? I have not. Well, this is basically kind of like Snowdonia, the card game. Um, You know, Mm. and that um, what we're trying to do is work on several different tracks. Are laying tr- First of all, we're clearing out rubble and then laying track and then building stations all along five different lines to score lots of points. And, uh, you know, the, the tricky thing about the original Snowdonia and Foothills is that, hey, you know what? If I clear out all this rubble, and my turn is over. And now it's your turn, and you get to lay track. And uh, so much of what you're doing is trying to anticipate what is my opponent going to do so that when my turn comes around, I love I'm in the perfect position to capitalize on what they did. And meanwhile, I'm trying to make moves that won't open up and give you exactly what you want. So there's this really interesting tension. But what's really interesting about this game is um, you have five cards by default. And the five cards are in front of you. They indicate the different actions you can do. I can clear rubble. I can build a, a station. I can gather the resources I need to lay track or whatever. You On your turn, you pick one of those cards. You do what it says. And then you flip the card over. And suddenly, you have completely different actions available to you. Um, On the other side of the card is a weak version of a different card. So, like, if I flip over my clear rubble, and um, then you know, oh, now I've got a second instance of build stations. I've got my normal one, and I've got this really lousy one. I don't want to use... If I'm going to build a station, I want to use the really good one. But if I don't use the lousy Hmm. action, I'll never get my good clear rubble action back. Because I've got to do the bad thing mm. to get back to the good action. And so the game is, again, it's all about the timing of knowing when to make a move based on what your opponent's doing, but also um, what, how to make moves that will get you your better move, your, your original better moves back. Plus, another thing you can do is th- those cards you have right from the get-go, they can be upgraded. They can basically be retired and new, better action cards can come in. So it's got a lot of really clever stuff. It's really satisfying. It is a duel of sorts because you are spending so much time, like I said, focusing like a laser. Okay, if I clear this rubble now, oh, you only have your lousy lay track action. Your good lay track action is out. If, um, and if you don't want to use your lousy one, then I could follow up with another lay track Unless you use your lousy one anyway, because for you, it's more important to get your good um, station building action back. And so uh, that's a big, big part of the game. And it also has a really nice table presence, too. You put all these cards next to each other. Uh, it's just a, a fun little game. My wife and I enjoy it quite a bit. We are big fans of Snowdonia. And again, this is, this is its own game, but it does kind of capture the feel of Snowdonia in a tight little uh, package. I love it a lot. I love that. I love that. I love Stononia with all the, what, 13 or 17 different yes. game mm-hmm. modes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the <laughs> one in this, like, this giant box. Yep. But yeah, well, we love we love that. Like, we'll also play that anytime. But then 
if there's this one, it'll be easy and quick for two players. Exactly. Uh, that was Foothill, was it? Foothill. Yeah, Foothills. Foothills. Stella's making notes. Yep, Thank yep, you. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> if, you. If, if you are a Snowdonia <laughs> fan, you, you owe yourself to try yes. it. Um, it. It is okay. excellent. Yeah, definitely. Um, cool. Awesome. All right. And, uh, right, so that was so. my number eight. So, we are now moving on to Stella's number eight. Um, right, here we go. I, yes. I found I have to hold shift and click, otherwise, it won't open. There we go. All right, yes. I don't yes. know why, That's but true. hopefully that will work. And here we go. What do we got? Dun, dun, dun. So this is our live playthrough on the Dice Tower uh-huh. of a game called Widget Rich. Widget Rich. So I think it is slightly underrated. This is steampunk theme, which I really love. Oh, okay. It essentially is a deck, a deck building where you're trying to get to certain points. So those cards that you can see are available to be to be bought. Mm-hmm. Um, like each turn, you play your cards, you buy a card. But the interesting thing is that there are three different ways of using the cards uh, or activating the cards effect to, uh, when you play. The first one is when you play, um, you, uh, sorry, you're connecting the stuff so you can leave the cards out to build your engine. So there's like, uh, you're building invention basically. So you're building invention, you know, the the middle part, the front part, the back part. So once it's complete, you can leave it there and then it will generate new engine. Okay. Um, but other, other people might be able to, you know, remove the cards. There. Um, so I don't know if you like that sort of thing. I, I still think it is a really good game. So you can see that in the screen. Mm. So that's connected. You can see there's a connection there. That means you can play those cards next to each other and has to be a certain type of card. So there's like the the big, the front of the engine, middle of the engine, the last of the engine. Uh, Yeah, so um, you can, like there's different ways to connect the cards as well. So that's what you're aiming. You're basically aiming to get the right cards, put in this card pile and later on when you draw it as an engine, uh, as a deck building, then you can, you know, play it as wanting to connect and then you should get its effect from then on Every round. Oh wait, wait, wait. Um, and then. So I'm yeah. sorry. You said it was a deck builder, right? It's a deck builder, okay. but you also play the cards um, and leave it an engine as an engine build. Okay. As well, at the same time. Right. Yeah. So you you, yeah. you 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 take the cards, you put them in your deck. Eventually, when you get to play them, okay, I built half of my machine now, but I've still got to build the other parts. Yes. And. Yes. Right. Okay. And I assume there's other stuff. That it's stays it's in really your deck. interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Is it on so, Kickstarter? It was originally on Kickstarter. They have expansion, I think. Um, mm. It is. I think it's a bit underrated because I never heard of it. I have never before heard of it. Mm. Got, at all. Yeah, yeah. It's, it comes in a small box, widget rich, and it's two players. And well, technically, I think you can play with more, but I think two players is the best. Um, you, technically, you can play with more with the second box. It's like a oh, pal. okay. So you have to so buy a second right. box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it's, it's two still, player, but you can play yeah. four. Yeah, yeah, got yeah. it. Yes, 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 yes. So you can see that that's uh, the track of your victory point. Uh, this is like a multi-use of cards as well. Uh, you say full construct means that the effect is when you fully construct that as a, as an invention. Mm-hmm. So there's different connection as well. There's a top one, bottom one, like the big. Uh, it's, you know, the artwork is great. It is steampunk. I, I have something with the steampunk theme. It's very, very unique. I, I just love steampunk theme game like steampunk rally and this one what are we trying but to do in this game are we just trying to get a certain yeah. number of points are we trying to build a certain number of machines yes points 
points. So that's on the on the right hand side, the one that I keep moving. The two oh, I see. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's how you track your points. Um, mm. There's a bit of a tech debt. Yes, you said. And there's uh, yeah, different effectors. Uh, you know, uh, effect that will trash your cards. Your starting cards. You want to obviously like no. put into yeah, yeah. you wanna, you know, trash those. <laughs> it's it's really good. Um, it's really unique when we play it. Like, oh, that's that's amazing. What's the name again? Sorry. Widget Rich. Widget Rich. Yeah, it's right up there. Widget yeah. Rich. I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. Uh, I've never yeah, heard yeah. of this. Now I'm curious. Me too. Ella yeah. said at one point, no. When um, when, yeah, when Scott was saying you can attack, <laughs> have we revealed who the yeah, Care Bear is? I don't the, like uh, when <laughs> the Wolf and Sheep's clothing. No, I cannot. Yeah, I don't like a lot of take that. Like even with the people I play mm. with, like we. So for example, we play Kalos. We never move that thing. Like we're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. We're too nice. That's why like Architects of the West Kingdom is not something that we um, go to. Also, oh, sure. we're not me. We're not. We're like you. That's why I watch your channel. <laughs> you don't like mean games. I don't like mean games. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's that's the only thing. That's what I mentioned as well. A little bit is like way to remove uh, your opponents. Uh, in Fanchu, uh-huh. you know that's how that's big a one part thing. of the I don't game know if is you can that? I mean, do you think? I mean, are, if, if the game comes with like I don't know, eighty cards, are there only five of them that do that? And you could just, hey, you know what? Let's mm-hmm. just make sure all those cards are at the bottom of the deck and no one sees them. Or what do you think? I think that is possible because there's only certain cards that so oh, remove opponents' invention. You can just remove them if you don't want to use them or have make a house rule. Yeah. Because if you don't like. Just that part. I mean, I can see that this is still going. It's just that means that other people can get away with the engine. Yeah. Uh, but then it's good too. I mean, you can make your engine then, as long as you draw the right card in your, you know, you know, deck build, and then draw the right card. Um, yeah, I can see that that happens too. Um, you just remove those those cards. Yeah. Uh, I should have probably had the game. The game is right there. So I probably <laughs> can't really show it. I should. I'm curious now. <laughs> Because I guess with engine yeah. building, it's because like your success is dependent on how well you build your engine. And if somebody destroys it, it's devastating mm-hmm. uh, compared to other uh, kind of games where you're like, oh, I can just bounce back from something. But something uh, you that can only build everything... one engine. You can only build one engine. Oh, you but only it's have one engine that's built. Hot. Yeah. And so, so the, yeah. I assume the assumption is, yeah, I, I got it working. It's probably going to work for maybe two or three yes. rounds, and then sooner or later, it's going to get destroyed. Is that kind yes, of? Yes, and then you can. Well, the opponent can only remove one of the okay. cards. So mm. then you can later on, uh, later on, you can play a different card that connects with different actions. So it's not always right. too mm. bad. So you have a different engine going. Right, because different um, pieces. When, I mean, it's yeah. not like, oh, only these different three pieces, pieces can go together. It's You're making all kinds of wacky contraption machines of mixing right. and matching okay. stuff. Not too bad yeah. then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I have to admit, I was yeah. thinking more, oh, it took me forever to get these three pieces together and then you destroy it. Yeah, nah, but yeah, no, yeah. you're constantly yeah. building yeah. stuff no, not like in that. this game. Yes, right, you're constantly okay. building stuff. Yeah. Okay. So it's not too bad. Well, it looks pretty cool. And so, I can't yeah. believe, how, so are you, I mean, how are you coming up with all these things? I do not know. It's, I, I know. I thought I was winning it all, but apparently not down under. There's so I, many games. Yes. Well, this is a good thing. This is like my opportunity yes. to write down stuff as oh, well. Like, I thought I knew as well. And like, what's Foothills? Uh, you know, I'm just writing it down. This is something what I, uh, what I would like. What's Yokohama Duel? Okay, I'll... I'll okay like yeah, that game as well so that's good Alrighty. Hmm. well then let's yeah. see let us move on to um ella's number eight uh, let's see click on this open that and here it comes i'm getting better at this dee, dee, dee. 
Remember when I said I don't like attacking? Oh uh, yeah, uh, wait a minute. I'm, there, I'm, I'm having some kind of disconnect here. What's with that? What's going on? I know. Um, no. uh, so for, for people, so um, Twilight Struggle is a two-player game, one of the best ones. Um, so it's a board game that relives the Cold War. So it's actually you um, attacking another person. So it's you play as USA or USSR. Yeah. Then yeah. this is, uh, I don't mind um, sort of that attacking thing if it's an air control game because you kind of, okay, this disappears, I can just build up anywhere here. It's not devastating mm. um, if you're, um, you know, if you have your, uh, your hand in a lot of pies. So, whereas if something is just, oh, I take everything and then that's the end of the game and I just sit here and then wait for my demise, um, that I don't like. So, anyway, so in this here, so basically, um, what, it's a card-driven game. Yeah. So you have a, um, you use cards and you have to play them at the right time in order con to control certain areas. So there are six um, geopolitical regions in the map, Europe, Asia, oh, I should have this right, Middle East, Africa, <laughs> Central America, and South America. So I won't go through all the rules, but um, what the best part about this game is how intelligent the card system is. Um, also, one of the first ones that I played, because my friends are heavy gamers, the ones that I that introduced me to board gaming were all heavy gamers, so most of my games were heavy, like through the ages and this one. Oh wow, one. so you just got thrown into the deep end of the pool, right off the bat. I know, and yeah. you're like, please, I more patchwork! <laughs> I like that! Why do you keep making <laughs> <laughs> Remember Katamino? <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, it's very fun because a card has an event on it um, and then a number. Right. So it, uh, it, op, um, it represents your ops value. So ops value is all the things that you can do in the game. Either put cubes in so that you um, control an area, uh, do realignment so the, the influence is different. Like USSA, uh, USA has more influence in certain areas, so there are a lot of things. But also the the ops values, so that event will have different colors. Like if it's red, um, then one player has an advantage. But if it's half, another player also has an advantage. So you have to think about, okay, I'm going to play this card. It's going to give me this, but then the other player is going to get that. Right. And do I want that? Right, right, right. Do I want to do that right now? So it's about uh, when... So it's also not... You don't. You shouldn't go through your um, cards fast. Fast, really fast, because you burn through them if you play it as an event. So you uh, because that is a big mistake that I made at the start. <laughs> but then you're, you end up with uh, I can't play any cards anymore. It's also the scoring is um, very different because it. it you know it's coming, but you don't know when, and it'll show up, and you don't know which region is going to... Well, you kind of know what region is going to score, so you have to have that in your mind, too. That, okay, um, I want to do this, but also that scoring card is going to come up, so I better plan for it. So that's it. So it's just very um, interesting, hard, um, strategic decisions that I really like. Yeah. yeah. That's I mean, I, wow. I'm never going to play this game. Access, I did one time. <laughs> I, we had a copy of it. I sat down... I explained it about, I got about a half an hour into teaching my wife the rules, and she said, you know what, I'm going to stop you right there. We are not playing this game. And, uh, <laughs> no, you wouldn't like it. <laughs> yeah. But I love... Fair enough. It, fair the enough. thing you were describing is by far the coolest thing about this game is, you know, I mean, there's just like one deck card. of cards, right? And a bunch of those cards are good for me, mm. a bunch of those cards are good for you. We get our hand of cards, and it's like, oh... Yeah, that card is perfect for you. I cannot play this, but I need to play. Now, you can also... Can't you just, like, get rid of cards to get some action points or something like that and not play them for their main yeah. function? Yeah. 
I think. Yeah, yeah. But the, the, uh, deter a big deterrent also is like it plays for hours. Yeah. Like, like a game will be three it's hours, a, so you can't get it played a lot, which is why it's like a little bit below on my list. Just f tune in for my, my other games <laughs> later. <laughs> yeah, because that card system appears in a lot of games now, like uh, which is what board gaming is anyway, board game design. Like you get like the best parts about board games and then it appears in other games yeah. that might be shorter. So... Tune in. Yep. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. so yeah. we haven't, we haven't, yeah. we haven't yeah. seen the last of your uh, dark side. No, this kind of list. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, wow, yeah. I'll probably, I don't usually play a lot of war games. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so, yeah. But the mechanic well, that you explained is interesting. I know. I want those mechanics yeah. in a nice Care Bear friendly game where it's just, oh, we're just all <laughs> yes, performers. Yes. And we have these things where, oh, I can't play this game because it'll give you extra cows, but I really need to be able to sow my fields right now kind of a thing. I mean, as opposed to, oh, yeah. I need to grab back control of Asia and um, maybe bring around World War Three, which is what you're thinking about in this game, unfortunately. Yeah. I can recommend something for you, What's Richard, that? for if you like that. Oh, yeah? Well, coming out in my list. Oh, okay. Out, well, I'm very excited. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes. Another sneak peek. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and I got to say, to go from patchwork... To Twilight Struggle, that is fantastic. Yeah, I know. I'm a yeah, like. I'm very much like Stella. Stella's an omni gamer. Mm -hmm. Like you'll be surprised the breadth and depth of games that she likes. She's even better than me when it comes to that. Like you'd be no, surprised. That's not true. You like no, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you like we both similar. We both similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll play anything. For the longest time, this was the number one game on Board Game Geek. For a long it was time. that's how I bought my games. Yeah. Like I'll go through BGG top ten, I'll buy all those games <laughs> and that one I didn't like. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, so. <gasps> and it um BGG skews very heavy. Yes. Um so mm. a lot of the games that I bought were very heavy at the start. So but now I'm more like midweight. If um, because I have a, fr a lot of friends who play war games, mm -hmm. um, sort of this, like we play Root, Oath, so a lot of coin games, Pax Pamir. So I like those experiences because it'll be like a weekend away playing certain things and you'll have discussions uh, about it. Like, oh, I would have played this card and uh, why did you do that? So it's more that that's like, it's like a, um, a pocket of experience with your friends, like away on a weekend rather than, you know, I play this every day. So You said your husband will play patchwork with you. Because because yes. he's a big chess fan, so I get the impression this is this would not be for him. No, because no, he wants no. simple not and elegant all. kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Yes, and yes. this is not that. Yeah, and I no, not that. And somebody like taught me these rules because if I read those rules, which is like a war game where it's just oh, like yeah. a, a a wall of mm -hmm. text, I wouldn't mm -hmm. have gotten through mm -hmm. it when I was yeah starting. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's that's incredible. Um, uh, I I just I just love Very again. The, you the, seem the shocked. Breadth, uh, to go from fast <laughs> yeah. to twilight. I mean, that is I've got yeah. whiplash, but in a good way. That is awesome. <laughs> well, cool. Alrighty, we are that's really so cool. going deep on stuff. Okay, well, let me go on to uh, those are our eights, right? So I'm going to go on to my number seven, which uh, this is another newer one, like all mine, and you might know this one um, from uh, I think it's Renegade Games, Stellar. Have you played this one? Stellar. Oh, no, I haven't. Oh, okay. not yet. I haven't played this yet. This is Surprisingly, we played a lot of games, but not the games you have uh, yeah. on your list. It's yeah. I believe you are playing games out there, definitely. Well, okay, so this is, a, again, a two-player-only game, and it's about players trying to map out the nighttime Lovely. sky with their telescope. We're kind of like am amateur astronomers in our backyard kind of thing. 
and um, there is a there's a there's a big tableau of cards. I, I have to play a bunch of cards that represent all the the nebulas and the and the planets that I spot through my telescope. But what happens is every round there are a set of cards that are on display, and they're numbered one through five. And then I've got cards in my hand. And what's going to happen is I am going to play a card either to my telescope, which means it's something I've seen, or I will play it to my notebook, which is kind of like a set collection thing that's going on to the side. And also, my points are, hey, how many of these things did I actually see that I put on my telescope versus how many did I put in my notepad? Because you multiply. If I made lots of notes about nebulas and then I saw three nebulas, it's the number of notes times the number of nebulas. So you, you have a vested interest in trying right. to get these into both places. But the tricky thing is, if I, if I have Jupiter and I play it to my telescope, and, um, and there, there's the... All the, all the cards have the number 1 through 5 on it. If I play Jupiter to my telescope, and it's a number 3, that means afterwards I have to take card number 3 from the table, and I must play it to my notepad. I don't get a choice. And right. on the flip side, if I play Jupiter to my notepad, because I'm trying to make notes about planets, then I must take whatever is in card number 3 slot and play it to my telescope. And that is what makes the game tough, because... I really want to get this in my notepad. I do not want the card that's in card number three to go on my telescope. I have no use for that whatsoever. In fact, I'll even have to throw it away. But I've got to get this card played. And it's the fact that every time you play a card, it has the immediate benefit, but it forces you to make this additional choice um, that really creates a lot of interesting, nice puzzly satisfaction. Um, because when you're putting the cards right. to the telescope, you have to put similar cards together. And um, you, so you might get yourself in a spot where, oh, I can't expand this anymore because I've cut it off. Because now is the perfect time to put this nebula over here. Um, and if I put that nebula, it's a number four. That means I'll get the number four card and put it in my notepad. But the only problem is the only place I can put it is the place it's going to cut off my planets. And then I can't get any more planets. That kind of thing. Um, wow. Yeah. So yeah, interesting and decision. It's really yeah, very interesting. Yeah, it's super simple. I mean, play a card, and then whatever the number on the card is, you must play the a card that matches that number. But it never works. It's always I can never make the perfect match, and so you you're constantly having to figure out how to resolve that. And it's beautiful. Um, you know, oh, so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. it's got just absolutely gorgeous yeah. stuff. And you know, there's there's interesting. Um, uh, you know, n trivia and, and knowledge about all the things you're playing. So, I mean, I can imagine. I mean, this is kind of this is the kind of game that I would expect for sale in a natural history museum. You know, after you just and you know, and, mm. and this game should be sold there because it's a very simple, easy should to be. teach game, but really very satisfying to play. Stellar. Yeah, sold. I like. Just I wrote like it. anything. Just wrote it on the note. Yep. Yeah, just wrote it. You have 10 Ken games from Rod. <laughs> I know. After this, I've got 20 games maybe that I have to write yeah. down and find out. Because we do play a lot of two players, so this is natural mm. for me to find out more. And then I'm just going to get it next It, it, time, it is excellent. I, I don't think you'd be disappointed. But, okay, we are now going to move on to Stella's number seven, which means i got to hold shift, i got to tap, and then you should say, here it comes. Oh, I've got it. I've got Heartwork. It. I've got it. Dun, dun, dun. Look at this. As long as my internet. Dun, dun, dun. You got it. What is going on? You got it. You got it's it. It's coming. This is, oh, there we go. All right. It's coming. There. It is and loading. Yeah, there was and Dancing Stella again. Um, and we have another short. Uh, Imhotep. Imhotep Duel. Imhotep. Imhotep Duel. Yeah. The Duel. Yes. Uh, this is the designer. Um, one of my favorite designers, Phil, uh, Phil Walker. Phil Walker. Just in Sydney, in Australia. Are you serious? I didn't know that. And yeah. 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 Phil Walker yeah. Harding. Is Phil he Australian? Walker Harding is in Sydney. Correct. Yes. 
Okay. Really. Wow. So no nice. Idea. Okay. We've seen we've seen him at the Australian convention before, and just yeah. so lovely and down to earth, and just just very friendly. Anyways, so this is um, this is not special rotation. So mm. <laughs> because I know that his other games, Baron Park, is quite poor, poor like special Polyamino. rotation. Yeah. Polyamino. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Thank you. So. You're probably familiar with Imhotep or Imhotep Yes, I have regrets. I have the, the full game because it's like, uh, it's not, it, this is dual. Yeah. So. Yes, yes, yes. So it is like that, but it's very tight where everyone, so you get to choose the tile. It's it's more like, like a it's it's a draft, but it's also like, almost like a hate draft. <laughs> you have to watch and don't get your opponents to get away with the tiles that <laughs> they really need to hit that last pyramid that's caused them a lot of points. So that's where you place your meeple, you get the, the tiles on the boat and put it on your set collection um, area, like in Imhotep, and you just basically score points. So that basically the, the drafting part, it's, it's really simple. I think mm. all of Phil Walker-Harding's games are simple, yeah. but it yeah. has deeper strategy like like this one as well. Uh, there's also bonus styles that you want to get that doesn't really contribute anything to your set collection points, but it helps you with, you know, helping you break the rules and help you with the I'm, game. It's a very simple game, very quick. I'm trying to remember. I, we did play it yes. once. It's And it's the notion that you know, I, I put I, I put one of my meeples on the little grid, and that means, oh, my meeple could reach either the ship to the east or the ship south, and because the meeple's yes. by himself, I can yes. take one tile. But then, if I put yes. a second thing in that same row or column, then I could take two things from the tile, and you can see that, which is why, oh, I better cut that space off so that you can't keep taking a lot of tiles yeah. from that boat kind of a thing. Very tight. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, super tight. Yeah, yeah definitely. So- that was super tight. We will play in Imhotep first, and then we play two players. It was okay for two players. Uh, it was at uh, CampCon, which is an Australian convention. Uh, it was yeah. late at night, and me and Taryn was like, okay, let's learn this and play this. And then we found out the two... Concentrate! Well, uh, yeah, no. The duel. <laughs> like, yes, it's so tight for... It's, you know, it's obviously it's a better version for two players, because it's two players. So yeah, yeah I wouldn't think LIU regular. I've it? never played Emotep, play. but I would think no. it's not particularly good as a two-player game. Yeah, it, it needs more competition on the board as well to make it yeah, tight. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Whereas that's what this is. One. So this makes yeah. it tighter. Yeah, right. yeah. Ella, you have to play this. <laughs> I know, I will, I will. And another fun fact: like his brother um, publishes games through Grail Games. You might have played it, Correct. like Boomerang and. Um, what the uh, David but yeah, Harding. so their uh, board gaming family, his publisher and designer Phil Walker Harding yes. and his brother. Oh, you say, oh wow, David Harding. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Grail Games. Yeah. Wow, all in the family. It's not. It's not Holy Grail Games. It's Grail Games. Grail and Games. They, yeah. They have a Kickstarter at the moment. I think for for Zod Zod the Betsobel one. George, yeah, yeah. George. Oh my God, I can't uh, say. Fjord. It. Fjord. Fjord. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. For George. Fjord, yeah, by the way. Fjord. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Fjord yeah. was on my original list from five years ago as one of the best two-player only oh. games ever. It couldn't make the list now because the reprint they're doing lets it go up to four players, so it is no longer just a two-player game. But Fjord is amazing. You're right. It's on Kickstarter right now. Excellent game. Yep. Um, and Emotep Duel, we did play it. It was very good, but it was just too cutthroat for us. I mean, I especially liked all the tiles uh, you're collecting. They have very different ways to score. 
And um, there's like yes. two different ways each type of tile you can score. So every time you set up, you say, oh, this time the pyramids score this way or that way. So there's a lot of variety there too. Yeah. Yes, yes, the board, yeah, there's a more simple board and then a more complex yep. board, yes. You're miming that now, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is, yeah, really tight. There you yep. go, Imhotep Dual, that is mine, so, number yep, seven. So you have to get Ella to come over, and you, but you have to bring her over in Twilight Struggle mode, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not patchwork Ella, but Twilight Struggle Ella. Right. Yeah. yeah, and the dial on my back, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, okay, number seven for Ella. Let's see here. Here it comes. All right. Yeah, you have whiplash. All right. Oh, hey, and by the way, folks, Ella Ooh. loves board game. You can follow her on Instagram. Wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Ella's got yeah, really good uh, good Instagram and good followers. Taji! Taji! Yes. Yeah, so Whiplash. And I'm on one of my favorite worker placement games. Like, I will play this over and over again. Like, I will never say no if you ask me to play Taji. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that's my Instagram. That's when, uh, this is basically where I post all my things. That This was the first place where I shared my love for board uh -huh. games. So... Yeah, so this is also one of the first worker placement games I ever played. I think this was it in Stone Age, because I was like, oh, I feel like this, you will like worker placement. So in Tarji, you're using a worker, you have three in total, and you're placing them on different cards that are borders, and which are set up in a grid. But the cool thing about it is that if you place your workers, well, you draw an imaginary line through them, and where they intersect is what you activate. So it could be getting resources, um, getting those tribe cards, which is how you score at the end of the game because you're making a four by three, three by four um, tableau uh, of cards, tribe cards that either have to be the same symbol or they have to be different symbols altogether. So you either get four points or two points. Yeah, this is a bit of that also like, um, like Kate placement because you're like blocking somebody you know that they want that card tribe card so you're like i'm gonna yep. place this here so that you can't and it's very fun you, there's a lot of laughs with this one because i'm always like oh i did not place my thing <laughs> on the wrong place i only activated this two things so and then also the expansion brings a lot into the game so if you're if you played a lot of tarji the expansion is pretty good um but yeah so it's such a neat little that mechanic have you have, have i seen that in other games no i think there, the it's hard to imagine that in. there aren't other yeah. games that have done it because it's such i mean that triangulation thing yeah you know, I'm, I'm here on the north row i'm here on the west row that means this is what i'm doing here in the center and it's um, here's my only question mm -hmm. for you why is this only your yes. number seven <laughs> oh, no. Well, you have to I see one. I can't imagine. Other, because this was on my list five years ago. I know. It's one of the best games ever. Sounds like the, sounds like the others might have Taji on their list as well, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> so, Stella, you played Targi, Is it right? number seven? Okay. Yeah, yeah, so, I played this. So, in the, folks, play spoiler alert, yeah. Targi's coming later on Stella's list. There's no way it's not. Because <laughs> Targi is... Did you pick? No, Richard, I did, did you not. Pick my list um, Stella got hers to me like almost a week ago. Ella's got hers to me like three yeah. hours ago. Um, Yesterday. I don't know if that reflects something about the two of them. But yes, I had it for a whole week sitting there in my inbox. I did not look. But I mean, if yeah, no, anybody has played Targi, I mean, there's no way you can't put it on every list that fits because it's just no. so amazing. No. Yeah. yeah. No. And you're right, Ella, too. The expansion is excellent. It took years for it to come excellent. out in English because it was only, only yeah. German forever. But, yes. oh, man, it's it's a must-have expansion, too. 
You couldn't even get this in Australia. My original one is paste stops. I had to buy from Germany, do the oh, paste wow. stops, and then, yeah, wow. I, I'm like full on. I want this mm -hmm. game, so yeah, so I do paste yep. stops. If ever there's a game mm, yeah. that was worth it, it's, it's very hard. Yeah, very hard to get games into Australia. Very expensive, also. Yes. Sometimes people yeah. are shocked by how expensive. I it know. Is. I'm sure you guys get a laugh yeah. every time you see anybody on Twitter or Board Game Geek saying, "Oh my gosh, I have to pay fifteen dollars shipping to get this to me," and you're like, um, <laughs> "Welcome, yeah." I mean, sit down, get comfortable. We've got yeah. for you. I, I kind of know the same. We had kind of the same thing when I lived in Malta. But even still, I've heard nothing mm. but horror stories about Australia. But uh, there's good things too. I'm sure that you guys like that. Yeah. yeah. We have the, the spider, you bet? The spider. <laughs> we have the horror stories. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't do that. Koala. Can't all right. Well, that is an excellent one. Um, I don't remember. this. I know this must have rated high on my list, for a year, and it's just amazing. So I'm I, sure. I, I'm expecting, yeah. I can't even imagine what's coming after this, but I'm very excited to see. Uh, oh, man. Everybody. Everybody must play Targi. Uh, the only yeah. reason not to play Targi is if yeah. you will not play a two-player game, period. That's, yeah. Yes. yes. Cool. Good call. Good call. And now we're kind of getting into comfortable territory. None of these little things no one's ever heard of before with widgets and stuff like that. Good old solid target. <laughs> and ridges, yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, top 10, <laughs> you can, like, these are all the same to me, really. Mm, They're not in rank. It's true. Like, I can't rank this games. How? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we will see how well you did. If, uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, excited. Yeah. Okay. But we'll we're going to move on to my number six now, um, which is another duel. I'm surprised how many of these games just have the word duel in the title. Mine is mm. King <laughs> Domino Duel. Oh, I haven't played oh, Duel yeah. this. Uh, hey, it's I Paul. played it it's the Roll and Ride. You can't quite yes. see because he's covered up by me, but Paul and I actually <laughs> played But this. I know by the yeah, hair. <laughs> yeah. um, this is, it's basically very King Domino-esque, but it is a dice drafting Roll and Write. Um, and you can see, uh, you know, uh, I was actually playing and filming myself, and Paul was playing in England, and the two of us, we actually, I, I won't spoil who won, um, but uh, yeah, okay. it's, it's a great little game. It has the same basic idea of, you know, of, of using dominoes to like, kind of expand your kingdom. Uh, the, the, the dice, every round you roll them, let me, let's see, I think we're, no, okay, we're fine. Every round you roll four dice, and the first player takes one die. Then the second player gets two dice of their choice, which means the first player oh, is stuck drop. with the last die, mm. whether they like it or not. Once you have two dice, you can put them together however you want to be a domino. And then you use that domino to spread out your dominion on the board. And um, just to keep it simple, because it's a roll and write, the different environments are, oh, do you have the, the checkerboard stripe or the or the, the double stripe or whatever. And, you know, as you can see on, on uh, Paul's, like on his west, he's getting a nice little double, sprite, uh, du double stripe area going over there. And he's got a really nice single stripe area on the east that's really spreading. And uh, he's doing very well. But the interesting thing is, so the dice, you put them together to make your domino, but some of the dice faces have X's on them, and those represent people moving into the areas you're building, and that's how you score points. Because mm. ultimately, the number of points is, how big is the area time? the number of people have moved in. And so getting those X's, even if it puts it a, a face that you don't necessarily want, is very, very important to chase after. But the interesting thing is, every time you take a die that doesn't have the little X's, so therefore you're not getting people to move in and you're not scoring points, you instead get to mark progress on a spell sheet that's uh, there in the middle of the screen. Merlin will cast spells that let you do things like re-roll or, or take extra actions and stuff like that. And that's where the duel really is, because each player is pretty much just doing their own thing. But 
if I get all four check boxes of like the 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 third spell, and uh, and I get that fourth one, and you Ella, you had three to go, you had three, you only had one more to go. When I get that fourth one, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, all that work you put into getting yours, you won't get it now. It's gone because all, each of those spells will only be cast once. So while you're trying yeah. to make the perfect kingdom and score a lot of points, you're also racing like crazy to be the first to get those spells cast. Because if you really committed to it and you don't get it, that was a lot of wasted time that you could have been getting more um, settlers in <clears throat> instead. And it works really great. Honestly, mm. Paul and I agreed after we played this online together, we both like it better than the original King Domino. What? Oh. I love King yeah. Domino. Yeah, wow, yeah. okay. That's like oh, yeah, no, I, a big I endorsement of I that. went there, and I stand by that. Yeah. <laughs> You're in trouble, yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, of course, King Domino, you can play with more than two players, and this is with more players, two players, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, as, and this is such, this is a much better, a much more engaging two-player experience. It's because it's of that extra twist with those um, those spells that you're chasing after while you're also trying yeah, to make the perfect landscape. Racing. And you're basically, you're making your own little custom dominoes. It's it's just excellent. Um, seven Ways to Stun Day, and I love it. It has the feel of King Domino as well. I played it once. Oh, before. okay. It has that feel, but different. Yes. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, cool. It is, it is one good yep. one. Awesome. Oh, well, all right then. I agree. Let's see. That was my number six. And <laughs> I just have to play it again. Right, so yeah, I, I mean, have to play I, it again. you won't regret it. It's it is just a good good time. My number six was King Domino Duel. Your number six, Stella, is. Let's see mm-hmm. here. Come on, boom. There dun, we go. Dun, dun, dun. And we have. It is another oh. two players. Skull Caller. Have you played this? Pencil first. I have not okay. played this. No, Pencil I have first. not. No? Okay. So this Thunder is works. Pencil First okay. Games. Okay. Uh, it's by Pencil First Games, but the designer is Keith from Thunderworks Games. Oh, oh really? Oh, the, the publisher. Oh, yes, yes. okay. Keith Matejka, who is the publisher of Thunderworks, Thunderworks. Games, who does, yeah. you know, cartographers, uh, role, players. Cartographers, role yeah. player, and that sort of thing. So this Sold. is a two-player games where one player is a um, a group of foxes, little foxes right in the in the front mm-hmm. there, and the other one is a, a giant monster. So it's between Cthulhu. the monster oh. and the little foxes. Okay. So each time um, it is a card play uh, where each time it, it's visually really fun as well. So. It's a card play, and you uh, it dictates your action, what you're going to do, uh, what the opponent's going to do, and it is um, visually it's really fun. So it, um, I don't know if there's a, a picture of the giant. So there's a, a, a big cut uh, giant monster uh, oh. that the uh, the little foxes like jump on that. Like visually, are really fun. Just imagining like little foxes jump into that, jumping jump on into a monster. The, yeah, the uh, yeah. the arms. It's trying to disable um, the big monsters certain attacks, um, and you know they have to you know keep going there. And then once it's full and it's disabled, so it's kind of like making it weaker. So the monster will get weaker as the game goes, and the fox will get stronger as the game goes. Okay. Um, that's the action that you can do there. There's a card that, that dictates your action. So it's visually fun. It is. Um, it's got a. It's placed on the board as well, where you move around your your pieces. Uh, too bad there's no picture of the actual. Card. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, there was no, the, That's the. That's yeah, the monster, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So imagine like the fox 
jump onto the arm, jump onto <laughs> yeah. the, you know, there's different <laughs> monsters as well. So that's the health. Oh, of, wow. That's um, really the actual, cool. Oh, yeah, it's got so my character yeah. is your board that you're playing on. Uh, there's also a board where um, um, visually where this uh, is actually located, uh, okay. located oh, on the okay, actual okay, world. Okay. But then... But then there's this other board as well that represent like you know the the fox will jump onto that board to jump into that uh, the big monster to try to disable mm-hmm. it. Um, <laughs> it's hilarious. It's, it's yeah, it's hilarious. It's really fun. It's it's making it a re- it's asymmetric, obviously, um, mm. very asymmetric. Yeah. Uh, with the fox players will play the the fox cards on the um, on the board. And while the the big monster will try to destroy it, so that's how you win. You kind of like try to oh, destroy like the other. Yeah, that's a board there. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So that's you a huge monster. It's as big as that. Yeah, and there are different <laughs> monsters you can play with. Um, the different fox for the fox players. There's different fox cards you play with as well. There's different, uh, you know, weaker one. There's high one. Sorry. One of the monsters that I play, uh, the goal is to kill a certain number of foxes. Uh, Taran was the foxes, and he was like playing the weaker foxes at the start, which is easy for me to kill. So, and then he realizes it later, and then gets me weaker, and then he finally won. Ah. <laughs> That's one game that I... Ah, Taran. game ever. So, uh, did I miss it? Oh, really so you good. said the fox player is playing basically a card game. Their cards tell them what they can do. But it looks like yes. the monster player has these boards that tell them what they can also, do. Uh, this also has got a, a card that dictate the action what they okay. can do. They can, you know, move. They can smash. They can do their, you know, that's that's the powers that flap, clam, uh, shriek, or whatever it is that they they can do to the uh-huh. foxes. Um, it's yeah, it's just so fun. Like imagine little foxes like hanging, clinging to that board monsters, and the monsters like ah, get out of me! <laughs> it's yeah. it feels like that. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it is getting it is only two players. It is getting expansion. I'm not too sure the expansion might have more than two players. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, capability. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember what's what's the expansions. Um, but yeah, that those are the the foxes, the little yeah. foxes. Uh, there's uh, they've got different powers, so uh, completely asymmetric. But we're just trying to um, achieve the goals, and I think it might be different. I'm not too sure. I only play with one type of monster so I'm not too sure if the other one has got different objectives but that one was just to, to kill a certain number of foxes right so those, I love the art so yeah that's cut it's, color it's yeah, got such a really classic cool. you know like Robin Hood Disney feel you know the old hmm. yeah yeah it looks like root like that, those little foxes looks like root pieces yeah well. yeah definitely definitely that's really um, impressive it's so could. interesting I mean yeah. Keith just didn't publish this himself I mean this doesn't feel like a pencil first game at all yeah, so it feels like it would make yeah. more sense coming from Thunderworks, but, but I mean, it's so adorable. Yeah, you know? so, yeah, it's adorable. War two, it it's kind of like almost like a chat. Well, no, two players, a lot of players, uh, two players game feels a bit like chess. Okay. So it's like where you move your pawns in the board, but then you you know when you uh, when the little foxes get into the space where the giant monster is, they can jump into the monsters and then trying to. Uh, we can lay certain attacks on a certain part of the body to disable it. So, um, as I say earlier, the longer the game goes, I think it's the better for the foxes because then um, the monster most probably weaker will weaker. have 
get we can we can, uh, we can um, the monster can heal themselves by playing the card. But you know you, you need to there's certain actions on the card. So you once you play, you can't get to the action that action again until later right. on. That's that mechanics as well, where you have to really save the cards for later. Use it now. Yeah, I mean that, that is a stunning looking yep. game. I have to say. Yeah. Yeah, I had it's also well regarded for two player games. So it's asymmetric two player combat yeah. game. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, you know, his other designs, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, cartographers and role player, I mean, those are a couple of the best games that have come out in years. So, I mean, yeah, yes. he's, he's definitely proven his bona fide, being a bona fides as a designer. So, wow. Mm. Mm. And I was actually talking to him uh, the other day at Gamma Expo, and he said that this COVID makes him, you know, staying at home, not going to convention, physical convention, and then design more games. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, design that's awesome. Games. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing coming out of things. Uh, um, I can't wait to see what the expansions bring. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah. Because we really, we both, me and Taryn, really enjoy this uh, this game. Wow, that, that is really so that cool. Is, yeah, Skulk. All right. Skulk Hollow. Well, let's see if Ella can top mm. that with her number six. Alright. It's not a competition. No monsters in uh, mine. Uh, so again. <laughs> so this is um Blitzkrieg. So oh, it's oh, Blitzkrieg. There's a oh sorry, oh, that's hello. me. Blitzkrieg. Hello. Hi there. Oh, yes, hello. Click again. There, there it is. Instagram. I'm an Instagram noob. There. At the top. Oh there it is. Oh there it is. Okay, yes. You can go to BGG right. if you want. Yeah. So is. that's Blitzkrieg. So oh, yes. I was yeah. in Yes. <laughs> I am interested in this game because it was made by Paolo mm-hmm. Mori. So a lot of my favorite games are by him. So Ethnos, Dogs of War, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite games. So it's a bidding air control game. If you notice, there is a theme. I like a lot of every control games. So this is where a game you're playing either as axes or allies, but really um, it's an abstraction of war. It could be any theme, really. Um, they could have changed this to like um, people competing on social media platforms. And okay, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they uh-huh. want to control Facebook, whatever. All right, so it can be different. So what you're doing is, so this is not a skirmish game at all. This is an area control okay. game. So you're pulling tokens from a bag representing your forces, so land, air, and sea. Um, then you're placing these... Um, tokens in different uh that's what they call it theaters of war so and then then you want the so in each theater of war there's a track and you want to push your cube towards your side so that you win so each time you put a token it can either push your cube or give you a lot of certain things that are different maybe like give you bombs or um, give you more points or uh, have you draw more tiles and Mm -hmm. things like that so it's a tug of war in 20 minutes it's really great so the places on boards have different effects give you different bonuses you're like okay i want these bonuses but then also my opponent um is really doing well in this theater of war so i better check up on that so so you have to be looking at those specific um places but also have to be looking at the the bigger picture of where your opponent is winning because each theater of war has specific points and you have to keep track of that in your head okay so they have six points now because they got that or they have this point so i better be winning on the other um and it's also it's very quick to play and it has an expansion with um godzilla in it so it's <laughs> which so, so godzilla <laughs> yeah which proves that it can be any any um theme really so so if you're turned off by the theme uh, people think it's yeah. a war game it's not yeah. a war game it's more an air like, right. in its abstraction it's an area control how- game how so do there. you? And if you like Godzilla, you play for, with expansion. I mean, I saw there were like a bunch of tokens and stuff like that, and people have shields. How do you fight yeah. for uh, domination? 
for control. Yeah. So when you place a token, okay. they will it will have a number on it, and it will tell you how many spaces you go either left or oh. right, depending on which. Yeah, which ooh, what's that hand? Yeah. So look at those numbers. So if you see their numbers on there on your yeah. tile, so that tank has a three. It means that'll move three. So towards your side. So you're always like pulling it back, putting pushing it back again. And when it reaches the end of that track towards your mm. side, you win that theater. Okay. Yeah, and then those are special bonuses that you have. So also, so for example. A tank can only go on land. Okay, of okay. Like and then yeah, yeah. So there are certain places you can put those tiles and there are certain bonuses. You get shields, defense, or you can bomb an opponent. So there are bonuses on it that make it like a little uh, a little more interesting than just, you know, pushing a cube to the other end. Right. Yeah. So this is an example so, of people have been pushing back and forth on this one quite a bit. Because a lot of Yeah, stuff quite a bit. Because you have to do the first line and then um, you can only place like where you've placed before. So it's not as if you can leap to the, the five and things ah. like that. So you have to be strategic when uh, you place they things use, also. They use cheats. That's why it looks like war games. Because that, those yeah, are that's yeah. true. It has that games. feel. Even though yeah. it's a totally different kind of game. Yeah. I think it's because it's also PSC games. So that's why it's a uh, war yeah. theme. Oh, so sure, if sure, it sure. was a different polish publisher, it would be a different theme altogether. But it's Paldomori, like sold. I'm like, I want this at Essen. I got it at Essen. When it nice. came out, but yeah, it's a great two-player game. Again, you can play with Godzilla, which is, like, <laughs> which is very, uh, it's very cool with the expansion. So Blitzkrieg yeah. with an exclamation yes. point, which um, makes it different from the other Blitzkrieg. Games. Well, no, I just tried to find oh, it. There were like like fifty thousand like games with Blitzkrieg yeah. in the title, so I was afraid yeah. I wasn't going to be able to find it at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've heard really good things about this. I remember Tom Vassell oh, raved about great. this quite a bit as well at that same Essen. Um, yeah. yeah, and Palomori yeah. is fantastic. Oh, it's great. Uh, everything he does is Fan- really yeah. Clever. Have you played Dogs of War? That's a great game. Um, mm. um, it's like a bidding area control game. It was made by Simon. I was shocked by that. So it was like oh. a Euro game back in the days. It was one of their first Kickstarters. Oh. So um, yeah. yeah, I had to um, find where I can find. Uh, get the little pieces because you know I we've been going for a while through. I've lost track was it Stella who said she really likes peaceful live and let live games and it was no I think it was Ella who said that no <laughs> and it depends on the game I think um, yeah. if it's an area control game I can do it if it's an engine building yeah. game where you're like Everything is dependent on me building the engine and you destroy it. And then I'm like, I can't do anything now. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't like it. But in area control game, this one is a tug of war. Like, okay, you did that, but I can get Mm -hmm. back on my feet. Like, if I do this. Um, It's it's not like like, you have a sense of ownership of, I moved it three steps to the left. This is everything I've ever... You know, it's just like, oh, well, it moves to the right. It's it. Yeah, it has a different feel, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, that is definitely a popular game. Um, And my... Should check it uh, out. Yeah, my number five mm. has no warfare in it whatsoever. Just uh, continuing the theme. This is Arion. Um, <laughs> and this is a game um, in the Oniverse Arion. series mm. from designer Shady Torbe, I believe. And all his mm. games take place in this kind of uh, far out, fantastical, oh, what would you call it? Uh, oh, like yeah, Oniram. Yeah, Oniram. Oniram. Yeah, it was, it was the first yeah. one. The, yeah. And uh, in this game, players are trying to build uh, airships. And to build an airship, you need a blueprint, you need building materials, and then you need a crew 
to uh, to fly it. And if you do that, you get to take the airship and you score points. Um, the way you get these airships is on your turn, you roll dice and you're basically trying to get poker hands. You know, uh, two pair, uh, a straight, a full house, or what have you. Because if you get two pair, you get a full house. It'll show you, hey, well, one of the the card that's in the two in the two pair column, I could take that card. The problem is right now the car the the card that I can get with my two pair um, is a blueprint for a ship I am not building, and I have no use for that card. I don't want that card, but I'm desperate to get the crew that I know is somewhere in the deck in this column. So you roll your dice, and I mean by default you just get one roll, and you say, well, okay, at least I got two of a kind, or I've got three of a kind, or I've got a full house, or I've got a straight, or whatever, um, and that will let you pick one of the available cards that's on display. You can take that and make that part of your airship if it works for you, but more often it doesn't. So what you do then is you remove mm. that one from the game, and that every every card you remove from the game because it didn't fit what you needed gives you the chance to re-roll dice. So it can become a Yahtzee right. type thing. Okay, well I'm gonna re-roll these three dice because I'm really trying to get that full house, and I will trash this card to do it. And you might say, oh, well, okay, I'll just keep trashing cards till I roll what I want. The problem is, when the cards run out, the game is over. This is a cooperative game where the two of us have to get these six specific things built. But every time we toss a card so we can re-roll, that card's not coming back. And, um, you know, uh, and, and later on, we right. will regret getting rid of that crew because now I've got the ship I can put the crew in, but we trashed that card earlier. And there are all kinds of special powers that let you go back and get trashed cards or store extra cards off to the side <laughs> so that you can bring them back at the right time. You don't have to crush them again. Because um, once you start building a ship, you can only put cards that match it. So it is a very, very tricky game, and but it's really satisfying. I have played... Almost every Oniverse game from Shady Torbay. The only one I missed was the one that hasn't gotten a fancy reprint from Z-Man. Urbion, I think, is the only one I haven't played. Of all of his games, I think this was his best one. It's a really satisfying, mm. at its core, it's a Yahtzee game where every time... Imagine Yahtzee, every time you re-roll, it's painful. Because yeah. you're really having to sacrifice big <laughs> yeah. things to get those re-rolls so you can get those perfect sets, yeah. so you can get the perfect card to put it in the slot. And the interesting thing, the way it, you can play it solo, in which case I've just got to work... Stations. I'm trying to build one over here. I'm trying to build one over there. So it gives you some flexibility. If, um, Stella, you and I are playing it together, I've got a workstation, you've got a workstation, and then we have a shared one that both of us can play to. So um, it might right. be that we're both trying to build to that central one, and I can help you get something in there when I roll. But... This is the, but I could get the card I need for mine, and so you have to make those kinds of compromises and trade-offs as well. It's 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 lovely, it's fast, it's charming. All of his games are really great, and of all of them, I think this is his best one. Um, Arion. This one I might get. get sounds so interesting, and I love the Yahtzee yeah. mechanic. Anything that has a Yahtzee mechanic is a win yeah. for me. It's I like those kinds of decisions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it always feels like. And I think I need more. Hmm? And it's sorry, I need I need more cooperative game to do a uh, yeah. two players. Cooperative. Is this the first co-op game we've talked about? I think you're right. I think it is. Yeah, I think it so. is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was thinking of what I what two players are co-op, and they're not. Yeah. There are there a lot of co-op games. Yeah. Mostly it's they three are. or four. Yeah. There are. They are. Oh, yeah. is that are they on your list? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Well, maybe we'll find out right now. Let's see what Stella's yeah. number five oh, is. Gosh. I want to get this oh, it, one. It's, it's, okay. it's a blast. It's great. And it's yeah, a great me too. solo I want to get it. It's, yeah. a, it's a wonderful right, solo yeah. experience. All righty. Here we go. Stella's number five. Let's see what she's got. Show me what you got. All right. This is a fun, 
a fun video that I make with Tarrant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is we we playing we playing class at which duel, and he was talking. Uh, he make it like a sport, like he was talking yeah, in the background. An yeah. yeah, like a like a sport commentary. Yep. Oh, really? In the oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. So this is is the game. I don't think this, there's um, a lot of. You need a lot more explanation. Have you played it? No, I've never played it. I've like seen Ella it. Has. Um, I get what it is. Yeah. Oh, it's great. You should play it. <laughs> yeah. It's just magnet. It's like air hockey, but it's a little mm-hmm. one where you need to score those uh, yellow, uh, the yellow thing in the, like mm-hmm. that, in the, yeah, to score in the, the goal. Or if your opponent got uh, attract, uh, attracts two magnets out of those three white ones in the middle, and they'll lose as well. Oh, so you don't you don't want the magnets the, on. The, so if yeah. I don't no, get a goal, don't. but I hit you with two of those white things, they get stuck on you. You can't get rid of them, and you lose a point, yes. or I gain a point, or whatever. Yes, yes. Or you lose control, and you lose that round as well. So the first two, I think, six points will What's win. What's lose control that's, mean? That's basically it. Uh, when you lose, like. Uh, it should have example later. So when, uh, so you control the thing with magnet on the bottom, oh. and sometimes you just like flick it so far or so quick, so hard, and you don't have control of your thing right. as well. It's like so air hockey. You're controlling it with it's the. It's like magnet. air hockey, but your hands yeah. are below the table instead of on top of the table. Yes. And and yes. it's not the strongest yes. magnet in the world. So if you push too hard, no. you'll just you'll lose yeah. you'll quote lose control. You lose right. control. Yes. Yes. Or if you uh, if your pawn on the top of the table got stuck oh, you in got, the hole, that, yep. that's it. Like, that's... I got two, isn't it? Yeah. There's instant replay as well, if you want to... <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> he, he really went the whole nine like yards. And you said that this video has uh, color commentary, too, from the... That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, from, from Taron. He's, uh, he likes to watch footy, which is Australian uh-huh. football. So he can he can do these sort of things and then... With the crowd in the background, the fake crowd, obviously, <laughs> that I put. So, yeah, that's class. It's a really fun game. Um, looks like I Congratulations, won. Congratulations, Team six Stella. To four Excellent. For that one. <laughs> for that round, first round. <laughs> I think Taryn won the next yeah. one. Um, yeah. I think it goes three rounds or the first two wins. That's, that's it. It's a simple game. Uh, anyone can play it. It's a dexterity oh, yeah, yeah, game, yeah. obviously. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I really like class. Yep. Thanks, yeah. Fiat distribution, I think, has got that in Australia. <laughs> Give me a second. Oh. I have a problem with yeah. the audio. I think I lost, like, um, not. I didn't lose it, like, this space. So I have to move something. Oh, okay, so I have okay, to re-record okay. again. All right. Yeah, well, so folks, sorry about that. Hold so, on. Uh, we will clear okay. some hard drive space and be right back. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Ready, spaghetti? Yes, very spaghetti. Okay. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Ella got her proxy file explosion under control. It was <laughs> she was about to have a complete and total meltdown with the proxy files, the 4K proxy files, which Stella and I were just like, wow, that's that's a lot of hard drive space you're using there. But she has a lot of video. Yeah. Um, but we should be able to continue now to Ella's number five. And fortunately, um, while, it was ta- while Ella was working on that, we had the entire class championship to watch. 
uh, which was very dramatic. Uh, you know, it came right down to the bar. But okay, we're gonna move now on to number five, and it is. I wanted you. <laughs> what? Glass. <laughs> wow. That's why I wanted you to. <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. Okay. That is well, hilarious. Go back to in the same the game. Video. <laughs> really? Wow. Is this, is this a total coincidence? this game. There, there, there's... Yes, total coincidence. We did not yeah, talk. Absolutely. Yeah. Not, it's awesome. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. love that that happens because it's so random. Like the probability yeah. of you having the same game on the same number is exactly, awesome. Exactly, yeah. 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 Class it is. All right. So there's nothing to explain. No, I, I don't Stella think there's much more to say about You watch a whole video. <laughs> Fun fact, though, there's world championships for this. If you join, you can go to Helsinki and dip in the like the freezing, uh, <laughs> the ocean that they have during the championships. So people go. Uh, people are serious. There's one designer that I know, Askerd, who made. Oh, like, yeah, 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 uh, uh, yeah. Oscar Grenerud. Yeah, yeah, he's a class champion. A world champion. So, wow. Fun fact. He, World champion, yeah. So if you Google the videos, you'll see him on. Because I was shocked, like, Oscar, that's you. Yeah, so that, I'm not very good at this, but I like to play it. And this is the kind of game that you'd love to bring if you have a teenager oh, sure. to camping. Because it's so easy. It's like a little suitcase you bring in anywhere. It's like a foosball game yeah. uh, that you can play yeah. on top, uh, place on top of your table. Yeah, As long as you cool. don't lose your little bits. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can get Somewhere. replacements. Easy to get oh, replacements. Is that? So. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah, I know, you know somebody who can give you a replacement, Stella. <laughs> so <laughs> I think Stella was saying that there's now wait, a wait. player version of it as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes, I haven't played that. I kind of like this better I just because. Uh, yeah, I like the tightness of yeah, two yeah. people. I I would go like how I have to look at that and that and that. But I'm sure be, like other people. Would yeah, that be like king pub, making? Yeah, for four players, they'll be lucky making. Oh, let's just attack that player because that player is doing well, sort of thing. Well, with two players, there's no king making. Yeah. Mm. Sort of Those okay. white things, by the way, are called biscuits. I don't oh, know why, but that's, that's what adorable. they're called. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They have um, very strange names for the thing. So that's a biscuit. After we've been watching <laughs> you for so long now with uh, with your proxy thing, I've it's very hypnotic. <laughs> yeah. So, do you play this with like your husband, with your chess-playing husband, Ella? Oh, yeah, yeah. a lot, a lot. Because he's very competitive, he, um, so <laughs> we, like... I can imagine. Like, one more, best of three, uh -huh. then it's best of five, then it's best of seven. <laughs> because you, you keep losing? <laughs> yeah, you keep... <laughs> because um, you think it's pretty easy, but it's not. It's like um, how hard you flick. Also, you make use of those biscuits. Yeah. Because those biscuits, if two stick on you, those, those are actually points you concede. So that's also another tactic mm -hmm. to get points. Because it's not only just shooting, it's... If those um, those um, what do you call that strikers also go into the yeah. hole, that's also yeah. a point. So it's very yeah. So there are a lot of ways to get better at this. Um, yeah, I'm not as good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. Like foosball in your house, yeah. less expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, well that was. I think that was our quickest entry yet. Uh, both of yours, yeah. number five, yeah. is class. Okay. That's amazing. Well, that is awesome. <laughs> All right, we will now move on to my number four, which I'm very sorry to say is not Clask. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh. That would have been awesome. That's okay. But, um, no. Um, yeah, this is a Glasgow. What is And this? I don't know if you played it. It's a newer game. It just came out last year. Um, you, no, you, I you haven't. probably haven't, but maybe oh, you've played no. Glenmore. 
Yes, I have played Glenmore. I haven't played this. Though. This is from a different designer, different publisher. It has nothing to do with Glenmore, but it so gives me Glenmore vibes as a two-player game. Ooh, um, okay. Yeah, because at its heart, Sold. each player has a little meeple, and it's a rondelle where you can move forward as far as you want on that rondelle. Think patchwork. You know, it's very patchworky style thing. Mm. And you're, okay, I gotta jump forward because I need to get more bricks to build this building I'm trying to build. But if I jump too far forward, I give you a whole bunch of turns while you catch up with me. You know, I mean, th you know, that's it. Glenmore didn't invent that. I think first time people saw that was probably Thebes a million years ago. But it works wonderfully oh, here. And it's interesting, Thebes. a lot of times for um, game, time track games like this, when, when you play them two player, players have a tendency, oh, I'm just gonna move forward a little bit and you're gonna move forward a little bit. Mm. Because it's a two player game, if I move forward a long ways, it gives you too much power. If, you know, if, if you're playing a yeah. four player game, if I move forward a long ways, okay, I'm giving everybody a little bit of a bonus. But this game, it really mm, yeah. works very well. Also, the rondelle is you know, randomly generated every time. But you know, what we're moving forward is to grab pieces to build buildings. And all the buildings get placed to, uh, you're building downtown glass. Go, which I believe the rules. If I, I've read this years ago, said something about how, or whenever I played it, how it's like it was like the first straight road um, city in um, in Europe or something like that. So you're you're building this downtown nice. Glasgow. But the interesting thing is, <clears throat> when I put a new tile, first straight down, road. Yeah, it was something like that. When I put a tile down, it activates all the other tiles that are on that row or column, and that it can include um. your tiles as well. Oh, yeah. I like yeah. it. I like it She's prisoner's dilemma. Yep. Yes, prisoner's that's dilemma. when things yeah. get really, really interesting. You know, and it's really, I mean, it's got mm. these two yeah. separate games that are going on at the same time. The tile laying and being careful about what you're going to activate. Um, you, I, I want to activate all of my stuff. Oh, you put your stuff right in the middle of my stuff. Now i got to activate your stuff as well. Um, and, of course, there's other way. You score points by getting certain tiles next to each other. You know, I mean, you've seen this in a lot of you know tile laying style games. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the Rondell thing is great. The tile laying is great. It's a great little two-player only game. Um, I think. Did it make my top ten of the year? It might have. I don't remember. Or maybe it just missed my top ten. It's so good. Classical. And, um, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I, I okay. recommend it super highly. My number four. I believe you. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's no flask. I'll get it but done. It's it. <laughs> <laughs> It could be class, <laughs> but it wasn't. <laughs> okay, let's see. All right. Stella's number four. Let's see here. It's here hilarious. we go. Here it comes. Ah, there we go. I called it. Oh. Could I call it? For the folks who are listening, you called it. You call it correct. Yeah, There's no. Argue. This game does not need a lot of. Uh, Introduction. This is actually uh, our video about the expansion. Okay. I like the expansion mm -hmm. to make it a little bit friendlier. Mm -hmm. Taran prefer the base one because it is more tighter. This is usually yeah. me and Taran usually does that. I like the expansion, like the tiny towns, because it's a little bit friendlier. Taran likes things tighter. Okay. Anyways, yeah. yeah. Taji it is, same like Ella. Yep. Please see previews, comments about Taji. That's basically it. <laughs> Give you, uh, and even Richard um, just gave us more uh, information about the, oops, sorry, I just hit something, uh, about the extra things, like more things you can do. It's just a little bit friendlier. Yeah. Right. It, is, it, is a, it is a good, I mean, I have I've heard like mixed reviews. I think some people aren't happy with it, but. We really dug it. I mean, it, it makes the game deeper. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Plus, a lot of people don't realize this. You can mix and match the original cards with the expansion and create like yeah. completely new layouts of games as well. Um, my only question to Which you, is great. I asked yeah. Al, I'll ask you, why is this only your number four? <laughs> 
Because you'll see number three and two and one. All right. And you'll I guess probably so. understand. <laughs> yes. Hopefully. Dun, dun, um, dun. This is our first, if you consider my original list from um, five years, this is our first three-way crossover. Because uh, because it was on my list, and I don't know, it was probably my number one, two, or three. I'd have to go back and look, but I I, 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 I can't yeah. get enough Targi. One of the best games, one of the best two-player only games in history. It's so good. And, yes. um, and what's it? What's it's his so name? I want to say Andreas Steiger or something like that. Andreas Steiger. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I keep waiting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is such a tough act to follow. For another Can you game. Imagine <laughs> making one of the best two-player yeah. games ever, and everybody's waiting. Well, what, what do you got now? I don't know. Yes, like, yes. How about an expansion to one of the best two-player games ever? Okay, we'll take it. We'll take it. Good choice. Excellent. We'll take, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, that, I mean, and there's anything more you want to say about it? That's quick. Yep, yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Then let's move on to Ella's number four. Here we go. Ah. Oh, Quarto. Yeah. Ah. So I'm not, this is, um, I'm not a big fan of abstract mm-hmm. games, um, but I like this game a lot because of the main mechanics. So usually in games like this, you take a piece and you play it. In Quarto, it's the opposite. You choose a piece and you're, the other player has wow. to play it. So ah. it's very strategic in that sense. So what you need to do is, so it's that grid, four by four, and you need to complete a row with four pieces on it that are either same color, same height, same shape, or consistency, which is like it has holes in it. So, so that a different way of thinking about playing a thing uh, of giving the piece to your opponent rather than you playing the piece is really good so and it's pretty quick to play you can play it over and over again and it's just yeah so it's very chess like in that uh-huh. sense where I, I don't know why I like this better maybe because the decision space is smaller it's just okay I'm giving this to you I'm just making a row versus like other abstract games where you have to think like 10 steps ahead and I will never win a game where it's like just like no it's just I don't have the brain capacity well I do but I'm like I I don't find that type of game fun but this one it's re it's really intriguing in that sense and very simple and um yeah and and of course as I said my husband likes a lot of abstract games so we played this a lot a lot he loves this game yes I guess that kind of like thinking Sorry, I was going to say, after he beats you, then you get out Clask, and you uh, and you show him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it at him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess it's kind of thinking um, the split draft mechanics, like in yes. um, the pizza game, uh, New York New York Slice. So New York Slice. The splitter, yeah. the splitter is not the one that picks up the pieces first. Right. So it's like, okay, you choose this one, and then the opponent will move it first, yeah. I guess. I played this a lot also because this is on BGA. It's a great oh. play, a game to play with people online. So if you're looking for a game that's quick to play, you don't have to... Because t- in BGA, right, Law, what do you want to play? Oh, uh, let's play this. Oh, I don't know that. This one, it's so easy to teach, but it's so meaty that you can easily play with somebody with a quick teach. So that's why it's very high on my list. Like, How old yeah. is this game? It so seems Quarto. like... Has it been around forever? I, I think so. This feels like a game that's <laughs> probably existed for 200 years. Wow. But I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm always surprised by simple games. That's why I'm also a fan of Phil Walker Harding. Like, people who can make, like, simple, short games, I find... Like, how is that his game? That? Because... No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I actually don't know who the designer yeah. is. Um, okay. But, yeah... It's like who designed chess like that. All right. <laughs> yeah, who designed chess? The Chinese. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. uh, Blaze Mueller 
is the designer. Mm, let's and click he with also other did games. Nut Job and, uh, mm. and, ah. and a couple of other games. But yeah, I mean, you know, this this is that uh, Andreas Steiger. You you launch with Quattro, one of the all-time greats. <laughs> yeah. Where are you going to go from there? That's a tough act yeah. to follow. But yeah, that's a really good choice. I've never played it, but I but I do yeah. know it. I'm very yeah. aware of it, and I just wish I wish you would have put a theme on it. Put a theme on it, man. You can totally do it. You can. Let's do it. Let's kick yep, yeah, it. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, I got like, I got that uh, the song in my mind. That da, 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 yep, exactly. Da, da, da. It's like when yep. you say put a theme yep. on it. Yeah, <laughs> put a ring on it. Uh oh. Does that mean <laughs> no, we're no, gonna get no. another stealth sing along soon? No. <laughs> no. No. You don't want to. No. <laughs> If no, you want to sell more, put a theme on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. Because I think we've been here a while. We're starting to get a little loopy. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, no, yes. Okay, let's go excellent. to... Uh... Okay, my yeah. number three, bringing us back to discipline. Um, all right, here we go. My number three is Bonanza the Duel. And I don't know if you played this. You oh, probably yes. played Bonanza. Well, I think probably Bonanza. most people have played Bonanza. Yes. This is a two-player-only version of Bonanza that is brilliant. Um, you know, it, it, at its heart, it still has the same thing of, oh, I got a bunch of beans, and the order that they come into my hand is the order I must play them. I can't rearrange my hand, you know, which has always been the heart of it. And every round, you are going to play a few beans to your own um, growing fields. And what is the restriction? I think if, you, if I play a 12, I can only play another 12 on it, or I could play a 14 or... Yeah, because they go up in even numbers. So, you, mm. so you ha um, you're very, very restricted of how you have to play them. And if you get to a spot where the next card in your hand, you can't play it because of that restriction, then, oh, well, you don't get to play something. Instead, you have to harvest the beans you've already planted, Ooh. and you probably won't get very many points because you're trying to get a lot of beans planted so you get a lot of points. Um, so... Sounds yeah, fun. And, and that's great. Just that is really cool right there. The puzzle of, well, I've got to play these in the right order, and I've got to make decisions. I can see this is going to be the third card I play, and I want that to be a new thing. But every round, the other thing that happens, because Bonanza is all about trade, but in a two-player game, trade yeah. isn't going to work. Um, so what happens instead is every phase, every round, there is a gift-giving phase, where after I play, plant some of my own... Um, uh, cards, bean cards, I then draw three cards, you have to give. and I have a choice. I can offer any of those three face-up cards to you, Ella, as a gift, mm. or I can offer you one of the ones from my hand. And the thing is, right. I'm looking at what you're trying to grow, and what you need. Oh, you need a 12. You need a 12 desperately. And I could offer mm. you this 12 I just drew, or, um, or, or I didn't draw 12. Um, but I might uh, say, well, I'm going to offer you this 8 or this 20 or whatever for my hand. Now, the trick is, if I don't offer you one of the face-up ones, which you could then choose to take or not. If you choose not to take my gift, because I can figure out, oh, you don't want my gift, because my gift would be useless to you, and mm -hmm. you don't want to get stuck with it, then you say, oh, um, all right, I won't accept your gift, and then you have to give a gift to me. And that's a way that we right. our cards are switching back and forth. Ah, and then right. the, so that's a trade. Exactly, it, it's, it's kind of an enforced in trade rule yeah. system. But then the most mm. brilliant thing is when I'm offering. Oh, you can see the three I'm offering, but I'm going to say no, no, no. I, I'll offer you this eight from my hand. I could be lying. I might not have an eight. Um, <laughs> and because I don't want to give you cards, I want you to not accept my gift to give me cards, so I've got more to play. Right. And so, right. And, I, and if I look over there and I see, oh, well, you clearly don't want an eight. You're not going to be able to plant it. I could probably get away with saying, hey, she, she's not going to take my eight. 
She won't know that I'm actually bluffing. And, and then, oh, yeah, I got something. Or you will call my bluff. And if that happens, I forget, there's a penalty where you lose some points or something. Oh, yeah, that's right. I have to give you mm. an entire coin, which is a huge point shift. Huge um, deal. If you call yeah. my bluff and it turns out I was bluffing. It is brilliant. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, it, it does something completely different than original Bonanza, but makes Bonanza the, the, the core spirit. Oh, and then there's one other thing. We have objective cards. We're trying to get, not only am I just trying to get a bunch of beans planted so I can score points off them, but I might have an objective that says, okay, I want to get three matching and then two matching. So I might go 12, 12, 12, 14, 14. And perfect. And then I can get points off of this bonus card. Here's the thing. I'll get those bonus points if I do it or if you do it. So... I might mm. give you gifts, hoping you will take the gift and hoping you will play it where yeah. I think you will, so that I can then score my bonus off of the work that I had you do. It is mm-hmm. mind blowingly yeah. good from Uwe Rosenberg. It works. Yeah. There is so much Question. going on. But- Question is. Are you able to think what Jen think as well in this game? Um, th- I, I think I mentioned this earlier. <laughs> as in fugitive, it's, it is. Yeah. It, I. I it, it's that that is the problem we have with these kinds of games. This one it works fairly well. Um, I think she just, uh, I, I do tend to bluff and blow it in this one. Maybe a bit more. I mean, I, I should. I think she just kind of expects. And quite frankly, it's just so much fun. It's just so much fun. And I think I'm a little bit yeah. too predictable. Uh, it's it's actually worked out fairly well for us. I guess my only complaint is it is maybe a little bit. I, w- I kind of wish it were just a little bit shorter because it can go upwards of an hour. Mm-hmm. And you know, for these kinds of games, oh, wow. often you don't expect that. To, but I mean, it, it's great, and I, there's so much going on. I, I, I'm just blown away by it. It's so clever, um, and then of course it also has the Bonanza art, all those cute little bean art pictures, like all the different versions beans, of Bonanza throughout beans. the years. Uh, I, I'm, I was really impressed. Uh, I mean, I mean, how how do you make trade work in a two-player game? Well, you come up with all these rules, and yeah. then you create mind games around it, and it's fantastic. So clever. Yeah. Yeah, sounds like a really clever game. I need to check it out as well. I've already yep. written yep, that yep, down. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> well, yep. you know, these will all be written down <laughs> in the final video. So you don't have to take notes now. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's actually yeah. true. <laughs> okay. But like the sooner the better, yeah, there right? You there you go. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so that was my number three. Moving on to Stella. <laughs> all right. Number three is... So my top three, it's kind of like I can't this. De- I actually cannot decide which one oh. I want to do first, second, and yep. third. I choose this one because I probably play the least amount uh, compared to the other two, but I still, like, top three is, I can't I can't choose. So this is actually Seastead. Yes. Have you heard of it? Or have, or have you heard is of probably Tila? my number 11. It almost made oh, my list. Wow. It almost yes. made my list. It yes, was yes. so close, and I kept yep. going back and forth. Is it my number 10 <clears throat> or is it my number 11? Oh, so it is in the world of Flotilla. It's like what a world the board game, but it's a completely different game, but in the same universe. Mm-hmm. It is well, Richard has already know this um, this game. So Ella, have you have you heard of it? Or you, I heard it from you because you've been raving about it. So I should have write <laughs> yes. it down so I remember because I remember uh, you were saying this is such a great game. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so Richard, yeah, I'm just gonna bring up my video because it's a little bit closer than the- awesome. Yeah, yeah. So this is. It's really tight, two-player, two-player game where every second, every single move counts. So you can plan ahead, and it's simple. All you do in the uh, in your turn is two different things. Either one, build buildings that you, um, and then you do the action. Or second one is to get resources. And when you get resources, it's kind of also a prisoner's dilemma because um, the resource cards come in two sides, and you choose which side you get. 
uh, you get this side, you get this type of resources, and you, that means that your opponent will get that resources. And the least amount you take resources is the better because then you'll be building. You try to combo and you try mm. to calculate every single resources to be able to build and after build, after build, and then let make sure your opponent cannot afford to build mm. so that they will have to die yeah. and give you free resources. Okay, right. Richard, you need oh, to, it's, it's you need so to uh, tell me what you like. I mean, strictly it's speaking, so this is an I split, you choose kind of game. Except it's different yeah. because the player who's, who is who is doing it doesn't have to choose. What what we have always found, I split, you choose style games do not work for us because when it's Jen's turn to do it, she will spend a half an hour. Oh my gosh, I don't know. Which one do I do? Do I put this or that yes. or the other? In this game, if you're diving, your turn is either you're building or you're diving. If you're diving, that just means you draw the top card. The split has already happened. You just have to choose, okay, I'm going to get one half yes. of this stuff. You're going to get the other half. And so it has all that tough decision making without the, without the I guess, creative element because it, it does the heavy lifting for you. And, and that for that reason, it worked right. so well for us. Although, oddly, I don't know how this always works out. When Jen and I played it, I seem to do 80% of the diving somehow. And meanwhile, she's just oh, off no! like crazy. And <laughs> I'm just winning? eating her all she's this winning? stuff. Um, but uh, it's it's so good. Maybe you like swimming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like swimming. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I like to help out. I like to help out. Diving. But it's it's a really clever oh, no. design. And um, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's an example of you know if 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 somebody went diving and they found a submerged. Uh, rewind a little bit. Ah, rewind a little bit again. You know, what are you going to choose? Are you going to say, okay, well, I'm going to get these two matching ones Mm. or am I going to get three completely different ones? Because it's all about getting matching stuff. If you want to build stuff, you need to have, you know, several of a given type. And that's a tough choice. And whenever you dive, you're in control. So that is a big deal. Um, But somehow when you're playing Jen, my wife, no matter what you give her, she will find a way to make it work. And... uh, yeah, uh, and then it, it has a lot of a variety too. Yeah. There's a bunch of unique player powers that you can get that, right. that are like um, Denzians yeah. of this uh, harbor that you can use to help you. And, and it's it's a really shark game. Like I said, it was so neck and neck yeah. between this and what was my number ten? Um, neck and neck. All right, uh, right, fugitive. right. Yeah. It is. Um, I feel like this is a little bit uh, slightly underrated. Um, and this is our top ten games of 2020 okay. in the Interact. Yeah. And I feel like. It needs to be played. It is, you know, it is the price point right. is good. It's not expensive, yeah. and it's it's really tight to players. Um, we play with the designers as well. It is, yeah, every single thing count. Like Richard say, like th- those resources. Usually, more resources will give uh, give you like uh, you want to get the same resources to build building. But there are other ways. Yeah. Where when you build the building, the building will help you. Like the boat, when you go build on the space with the boat means you get a discount for yeah. example or there's a certain spot right. that give you other bonuses as well it's it's just yeah. so good and that's the thing if um, i know you're going to build someplace i want to get my boat over there so that you will actually yes. take advantage of my boat and i will end up getting more mm. out of it than you do the discount correct you get. as well super there's a lot going on yes. it's it's a tiny little box it's gorgeous i mean the pieces are really great gorgeous. the nice little boats and stuff like that yeah Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not kind of kicking myself now that it didn't make my number 10. So we could have had another overlap. <laughs> but, um, yeah, a good choice. But okay. um, um, yeah, it's an men- honorable mention. Yeah. Is this a yeah. retail already or was this a Kickstarter? Retail. And we have to wait. Re- yeah, it went straight to retail. Okay, retail. In 2019, then. I think, right? Ah, yeah. okay. You can oh, borrow my game, Ella, if you want. Yeah, as long as it's coming back, then. 
yeah. it always no. comes like nah, nah, it always <laughs> yeah. comes like I know I know you uh, yeah so definitely it's yeah it's an excellent game me and yeah. Taryn will I'm, I'm not going to say it's yeah. I'm going to check it out um, uh, Targi so I bet if we do this list again in 10 years I bet you Targi will have climbed a little bit above but it's still it's fantastic it's so <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah alright good call good call right. I'm happy about that one and I'm glad it got mentioned too because um, I, I really did want to yes. give it a shout out so thank you for that because it's a great game Okay, good call from Ella. Let's or Stella. Let's move on to Ella's number three. Oh, I'm not holding shift. I had it down before. Control won't work. Here oh we no. Go. Here we go. Okay. Oh my. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, Babylon, I actually just I discovered this game because of a video you made, and I remember it so fondly because you said I'm not very good at this game strategy wise, but I like playing it. <laughs> so, battle line is there's uh, two people face across yep. a battle line, hence the name. So, the aim is to win either five flags. Oh, sorry, five of the nine flags are three adjacent mm-hmm. flags. So, and what I love about this game, it's a great introduction to modern board games. That's why it was one of the best games that I played when I was new, because you're playing poker hands, and the best uh, hand of cards that you can play is a straight flush. Next is I think three of a kind, and then next is flush, and then a yeah. straight. So it's just poker hands. So it's so easy to teach. And um, But the thing that's hard about it is when am I going to play those cards? Because then you play, um, I play, the, say for example, you had a three uh, in that video. I no, remember no. you had a three and a you one. Remember this, video. Like, uh, yeah. this video, I was probably <laughs> had one of my biggest meltdowns ever filming. I mean, I just kept, my brain just kept circling and circling because it's so deep, so many decisions to make. And I was trying yeah. to maintain two players at once. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, that's so hard. I don't know how you can that's, do that. Maintain two players at yeah. once. Yeah. It's very Your hard speciality. to play alone, actually. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so say for example you had a three and a one, am I gonna play that or am I gonna keep the three so that I have a three of a yeah. kind? So but that's a straight flush, but then am I gonna get the two? What um but what if I don't get the two then oh then um I you know uh, I, I don't want to curse. I was going to say something. <laughs> yes. So then I've. You can keep that on your own channel, lady. <laughs> this is a myself. family friendly channel. Yes. Over here. I don't believe you curse on your channel. Either, for the record, in case you've ever. <laughs> don't know either. <laughs> but the, I think um, what's different, because this was originally shot in Totten, right? I think right? that's so right. Shot in yes. Totten, it, yeah, it originally didn't have the tactic cards, and the tactic cards are pretty good because the, you can draw. So you can either take like set the cards, the numbered cards, or you can get take a tactic mm. card. And the tactic card is more bonus, like you can get wilds, so different other things. So it's not just about waiting for the right card. So you can, uh, so it's more than that because uh, people think, oh, then then you're screwed. Yeah. You're kind of uh, you're in trouble. That's you the word yes. that that's, you're that's in trouble you if you don't get the yeah. <laughs> you're in trouble if you don't get the right card. But the tactic cards make it make it very yeah. different. So that one I think that's is a, a cavalry wild... one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why it's pretty high on my list. Uh, it's one of his best. Well, the I would think I would say the best game he has. Right. right yeah. I think I, I think you could make a safe oh. argument. I mean, I'm sure people would make the argument this is his best game. Some yeah. people would say Lost City. Some people would say um, Tigers and Euphrates. But I think oh. um, you know Battle Line. Yeah. People would most people would agree. Yeah, that's in his one of his best games. One of the best games of all time. It's so brilliant. Yeah. 
so brilliant, elegant, simple, but very, very deep. Yep. So yeah, and and a lot and spawned like a whole forum, a style of game. You know, this idea of okay, we're just on opposite sides of a battle line. We're gonna take turns playing cards mm. to you know because we have all these lanes, I guess you'd call them, or these columns. I'm gonna play over here. You're gonna play yeah, over there. Columns. You see, so I mean, there's been dozens of games, mm. but you know, I mean, none of them yeah. have supplanted this, uh, or or the original yeah. Shot and Totten. Uh, because it, it is it is I mean it's it's just about sheer perfection, um, all the mind games that go into it and all that. But it's, it's <laughs> yes. too much for my simple. I like brain. that. Do you play this with your husband? <laughs> yes, I bet, a lot. I bet. Um, card games are pretty. Yeah, yeah. That's also this is pretty abstract. Like it's just if you think about it, you really don't need a theme. It could be what is shot and taught. I don't mean? know. I actually I have no idea what shot and taught is even about. <laughs> I want to say it's about like collecting yeah. furniture or something. I. Th- I, I kind of feel yeah. like, because oh. it's weird, Shot and Taunton came out, and then he brought out Battleline, which is the same game, but I think that's when he added the uh, the special power cards. And then, a few years later, mm. or actually not that long ago, Shot and Taunton got a reprint with like completely new deluxe yeah, art, and they brought those um, yeah. those special power cards back into Shot and Taunton or something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I know the game. I just don't know what shot and Totten means. <laughs> no. you know, you're Australians. I'm American. Shot we don't tot. have any Germans here to, to explain. Yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, good call. I, I, I can't. I can't argue with this. Um, hmm. it, ma- it makes me wonder. You, you each have two more, and so I'm wondering if we'll see Reiner Knizia again before we are done. That would be very Ding. interesting. But no one can. No, who knows? We'll see. Let's move on to my number two, though. Um, Mandala. Two. Hey, I think this is our third Uwe Rosenberg game we have talked about today. Uh, oh, I don't like uh, this. Patchwork He's doing and, well. um, Oh, I forgot the one I mentioned. But this one is brilliant. It's a two-player-only game, no solo mode or anything like that. Um, it's, again, a game where two players are on the opposite side of a line, but there's only two lanes. And we're doing definite area control on one side or the other. And you have your hand of cards. You can either play the cards to your side of the line to try to build up a stronger... Um, claim, or you can build it to the wall itself because um, the cards you put on the wall are what we're actually competing for. If I want to win a particular card because it might be worth two or three points to me, I put it on the wall thinking, yeah, this is a wall I'm going to be able to win. But you might eventually win it. Um, the tricky thing is, basically all the cards are um, colored sand because a mandala is a real world um, mm. bu- work of art where uh, these monks, I believe they're Buddhist monks, spend months creating these beautiful sand sculptures and, with all kinds of different colors. And then when they're done, they wash them all away in the river as a kind of a cleansing uh, life cycle rebirth thing. And that's kind of what we're doing here. Mm. The tricky thing is, I've got all these different sand cards. I can play a card to my side of the line, so I'm trying to you know, uh, get more con- area control. The more cards I've got on my side, the, the stronger claim I have. Or I can play it to the wall, because that means there's going to be more points. The tricky thing is, once I play, say, a green card on my side, or I put it on the wall, that's the only place green cards can go. So if I've got a bunch of green cards and I really want to win this, I start putting them on my side, mm-hmm. oh, and you have some green cards, too bad, you can't use them. They've already been taken. But if I've got a bunch of green cards, mm. and then you put a green card on the wall, all of a sudden, that's the only place I can put them. I can't put them on my side, and that was my biggest, strongest asset to be able to win this thing. So that's brilliant. It's a really simple system that works so well. But what gets really interesting is once, um, uh, basically, I think once all the colors, an example of every color has been played to one of the two lanes, we resolve it. Whoever had the biggest claim doesn't win the entire contents of the wall. We take turns splitting it up. 
So if uh, you know after it's all done and there's uh, you know like uh, two blacks and a blue and a, or a and a purple and a yellow, I say, oh, I get first dibs. I'll take the two black. And then you, okay, well, I'll take the purple mm. and you take the yellow. And so it's interesting. This is an area control game where it's not all or nothing. It's not winner take all. Yeah. And we get to divide. And the interesting thing is that's an interesting element too because for you, black cards might only be worth two points, but for me, they're worth four points. And if you win this thing, you might take those black cards that aren't worth much to you just to keep them from me. Um, it's the head drop. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, it is brilliant. <laughs> it is so sharp, so smart, and you have to be so careful because you've got your hand of cards and you're not refilling your hand automatically. The way you refill your hand of cards to get more, so you can ma- lay more claim, is by putting stuff on the wall, putting them on the score. And that's how you get new cards. But that also means, well, if you win this wall, you get first dibs, I might be helping you more than me. It's, it's got a lot going on. There's just really tons mm. of subtle layers of depth to it, even though on the surface it's incredibly simple. I, I think it's just infinitely replayable. It's brilliant. I think it's one of those games that will definitely stand the test of time. It's, I, I was blown away by it the first time I played it. With Suzanne Sheldon of the Dice Tower, well, who sat me down and said, I know you don't play abstracts. You're going to play this one with me. And she was right. <laughs> um, I went and got it that day. And Jen and I love it. It's my number two, Mandala. I miss this. this. I, I know, me too. Oh. This, that's, yeah. I like that game with that sense of agency where uh, you said earlier, you you know, you know need to put it there first before your opponent put it there first. So that sense of agency, yeah. um, I think in Seastead and other games is mm-hmm. also that sort of thing. Just It's really brilliant by the sense of it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good, good stuff. And again, an area control game where, oh, everybody wins. Everybody gets something. Yay! Yeah. I want to see more of that Happy. in the world. <laughs> Happy yeah. days. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody gets a participation yeah. trophy. What's wrong with the participation? I like participation trophies. All right, same thing. I like I participation trophies. <laughs> that was my number two. Yeah. <laughs> let's see. Let's move on to Stella's number two. Here we go. Shift T. Here it comes. What As is I say earlier, you should recognize mm-hmm. this game. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, oh dun. yes, mm-hmm. right. Okay. I don't. I don't think this would need more introduction. And you might have it. Ella might have it as well in number two or one. Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, so a two-player version of Seven yes. Wonder Duel. We had all of the three of us has played it. Yes. Um, it is a really good. Uh, I don't know what else I can say that you don't already know. Mm. This the tug of war military. Um, I mentioned earlier one of those there. You might want to do it because you're preventing from your opponent to do it rather than it's where it's more point yeah. for yourself. Uh, it's you know it's got a you know hate draft as well. Uh, there's um, there's a, got a really interesting, clever way of protecting your military and science. Uh, well, also you have to maintain what resources you have. So it's really tight which card you want to choose, which one you want to let your opponents have by, you know, flipping those cards um, yeah. like that. Yep. You know, it could be something that they really, really need. Uh, forces you to defend against your opponents specializing. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, really it's, it's, got, it's amazing how it captures so much of Seven Wonders um, in such a simple yeah. little footprint. It's mm. got the science, it's got the military, it's got the blue civic stuff, it's got everything. It's got the building of the wonders. Um, yeah, and it's absolutely brilliant. And now that it's here, I will be shocked if this is the last time we hear about it today. I will be shocked, I tell you. <laughs> but it's not going to be on my list. Ella, Ella can't say anything. To this is really great. Um, yeah, the expansion. I love the expansion. It actually didn't make my list. Oh, I was yeah, I am this, shocked. I am. Oh, what? As promised. 
I am shocked too. Like, I'm a shock face. I know, I know. Because I was Sorry. thinking of not choosing ones that are dual. Like, I want get, like an, a dual version of oh. something that was a. So I don't. Yeah. So I didn't choose board games that had a dual version. So a lot uh, of those. Is that the case? Is it? Yeah, this is one of my favorite kind games. Kind of a dual version of Twilight Struggle. Kinda. <laughs> well, Twilight is the yeah. dual. <laughs> yeah. And you can only but build yeah. what seven wonders, so you have to, it's like yeah, a but race I have to build the wonders. Now. I have major regrets. Yeah. Yep, 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 yes. <laughs> we all have regrets. I do not have it on my list yeah. and I wouldn't because I do think it's absolutely brilliant, but I don't mm. know why. I mean, the original Seven Wonders had a wonderful, I thought, brilliant live and let live military system where, hey, we're all competing on military, yeah. but it just means if I win, I get points and you don't, or you lose a couple points. But here, mm. the military being, oh, yeah, we're going to push on this and I'm going to rob from you. And actually, it's even worse. It's not like I'm going to steal your money. I'm going to take your money and I'm going to set it on fire in front of you. It's like, <laughs> insult to injury. Why is this here? I mean, it really felt very aggressive to us. The, uh, I mean, and, and so mm-hmm. much nastier than anything that was ever in Seven Wonders. So it was never really a keeper for us. Although, I mean, I do think it's interesting. I don't know if you heard about it. It was on Kickstarter earlier this year. I don't remember the name of it. It was like the trial of the assassination trial of Abraham Lincoln or something like that. Except it, it wasn't. It was like Unforgiven, the assassination trial of Abraham Lincoln, which has a lot of the I same think, yeah, core so. features. The you know the pyramid style card draft, which is so brilliant. I mean. Taking Pyramid yeah. Solitaire. My dad played this game to death when I was a kid. I always watched him playing this. And I can't, why did it take so long for somebody to take that classic Pyramid Solitaire thing and turn it into an interesting Euro game? Yeah. It's so smart. But yeah, mm. I mean, it was just too mean for us, so we went back to Seven Wonders. Plus, now, I kind of have a bone to pick with Seven Wonders Duel because the publisher... I don't know if you saw the, the new anniversary deluxe version of Seven Wonders. They took out the two-player rules. It officially Seven Wonders oh. is officially no longer a two-player game because their feeling is, well, just go play oh. Seven Wonders Duel. And I would so if it I wasn't know. a cold-hearted game of really nasty backstabbing <laughs> cutthroatedness that Seven never Seven Wonders never was. So that's kind of where I come down on it. But I don't blame you. It's brilliant. Uh, it is so smart. Oh, yeah. got it. That's fair. Yeah. fair. It's a cold-hearted yeah. game. <laughs> Look into its yeah, eyes. Yeah, the head draft is really, really strong. Yeah. 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 That's the reason why it's not on my list. There you go. That? I'll buy that. I, 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 I you change your mind. I, I'll, I'll take it. Change your I'll mind. Take it. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Except yeah. My, uh, my next, my next well, let's game see. is... Well, let's see. I'm sure this will make perfect sense yeah, based on see. what you just said. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's kind of... Oh, my gosh. So, Whoa. I, <laughs> so Whoa. I, I play a lot of coin games. And um, surprisingly, I thought I would hate coin games because of the reason they're rare attacky. But... Um, so this Tell is, us what um, a coin game is. One of the is. few ones... Uh, a lot of people won't know what so that means. So a coin means. game is... Yeah, so coin means counterinsurgency. So in all the games that are set in different uh, uh, time in history, mm-hmm. so there's Roman Empire, there's the Vietnam War. This one, Colonial Toilet, is in the French-Algerian War of 1954 okay. to 1962. Okay, um, you can play the solo with a bot, um, wherein you play the um, insurgent camp. Um, 
But anyway, so the two sides are the French colonial government and then you have the French Liberation Nationale. Um, it's an area control game. So um, the French is very invested in Algeria. They put in money, forces, resources. Of course, the French colonial, uh, the FLN, want to kick them out. Um, this reminds me very much of the Philippines and the way it works because the FLN, which is the insurgent camp, um, they hide... Uh, uh, under the darkness. So most of them are in the mountains because they're an insurgent, you know, um, group. Um, it's like the NPA in the Philippines, the National um, uh, People's Army. So what you need to do mechanically in order, you have to root them out, so reveal them and then get rid of them. So that's the mechanic. So, and then um, I like a lot of coin games just because, um, j just because of that, they give you very precise a very precise way to win so this is your path to right. victory okay i'm gonna go do all these things and i'm gonna get there but i look to the side and my opponent is also very near to their victory condition so the the tension is always okay i want to do this it's advancing me but if i'm not careful i'm gonna miss out and my opponent is gonna get there first so that's the tension always so in four player games sometimes like in route you're um trying to catch the runaway leader but because colonial twilight is two player it's very much a how how do you say that uh it's an american saying knife fight in a phone booth so it's very that's true <laughs> yes. coin games normally they're like so four player the, games right because they have they represent yeah. four completely different factions on these real historical yes uh political con and wartime conflicts and this is yeah, a two player only yeah. one okay is that and so that's unusual. That's a two player only one they, is this the only one that's a two player only yeah yeah, it's actually very brilliant because in the four-player games, the way that you do initiative is you have a, a card and there are symbols on top and it tells you what your order is. And then you're going to choose, am I going to choose the more uh, powerful option? And then, but later on, I'll go like, um, like later on in the initiative track. But here there's a circular initiative track. So if I choose and I choose the same thing, stronger yeah. option, I'm going to go first now, but later on, I'm going to go second. So that might not be a good thing because my opponent is, you know, um, set up to do a lot of things that are better than mine. So that's the, uh, so that's uh, another layer of consideration that you have to think about. So, yeah, I'm, I just love coin games. But also when we play this, like the last one we played, um, we would have like a documentary about the Roman Empire playing. We just nerded oh, it out. Wow. Like, so, yeah. So, and a lot of my, because a lot of my friends are history buffs. So I learn a lot of things. So it's just like an enjoyable bit. It's not in my number one just because it takes hours and hours and hours yeah. to play. Like the first mm. game that I played with the teach is like five to uh. seven hours. This one was three to four. Yeah, it's almost long. as long as this top uh, ten. The only good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, but this one, if you know the advantage of knowing a coin game, though, if you know the system, it kind of carries over and it, it's less, um, you know, things to learn. Learning so, curve, yeah, learning curve. Yeah, the learning curve yeah. is so, less. Yeah, but it is a time investment, so it's very hard to get. Coin to the dreams demo. Are, are very card driven yeah. as well, right? Very yeah. card driven. Uh, very great. Yeah, because uh, there will be an event, and then okay, I'll choose this event, but then the other person. That's what I was going to ask. Um, will have this so event available to them. It is the same yeah. kind of idea as what's in Twilight Struggle. That I've got these cards. I yes. can play this one because it's good for me. But oh dear, it's actually going to be better for you, kind of a thing. 
Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Why don't we have it could be good for you. Why has nobody brought this to a Euro? It's only just war, war, war. It's so, it's so brilliant. I know, I know, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Except, let's see what my... But yeah, yeah, it's a time investment. And I don't have a lot of time. So, actually, I don't, you know... You have to carve out time oh, sure. for this. But yeah, that coin series in general, Colonial Twilight for two players. And what is coin again? It's counter... In Counter-insurgency. So you always have a government faction who's trying to stabilize mm -hmm. things and an insurgent faction who's like trying to get rid of the, the yeah. oppressor or the government or, what, or whatever their um, feelings, like sentiments are. Yeah. Who's that? I, that that's, <laughs> Is that there. me? That's, that's a coin fan. Definitely. <laughs> that doesn't look like... <laughs> All right. Wow. Yes. I, I have, I have an What's idea that? for our number yes. one. Perhaps we should leave Richard's number one oh, last, okay. maybe? I don't All know. Right. It's like building up. I don't know. Just an idea because this is your um, your audience. So we, we probably maybe leave your number one last. Maybe. Maybe. Um, let's see. Maybe. 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 No, I, we can do. Oh, we can just keep um, going. We can keep going. Yeah, I mean, we can keep going. I know what it is. Depends I, I, I on the window. It's, it's, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> I mean, maybe you'd know it. Yeah. And I have no idea what Ella's going to be. Because she's got Twilight oh, Struggle, so coin, much. and class, <laughs> and I mean, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, talk about an omni gamer. I mean, and you were all over the place too, Stella. I and I mean that in a good way. Me, I am so in my mm. lane. I am just very predictable. <laughs> uh, more power to you both. Oh for... uh, yeah, I mean, sure, okay. All right, well, for the last one, Ella, you're up again. We're gonna reverse yep. the. We're, we're gonna reverse okay. the streams. We're going right to your number one. Let's see what we got. Boom. Okay, here we go. Here we go. <gasps> that, I think that will be okay. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. Here it comes. Hey! Oh, oh, of course! It's Watergate! Yay. Watergate! <laughs> Watergate. <laughs> I love this game and talk about distilling everything that was good in Twilight Struggle mm -hmm. and coin games into mm -hmm. a shorter game. This is it. So it yeah, has the mechanic of. Um, you have a card, you can play it as an event, but it goes away forever. So therefore you're burning cards, much like in Twilight Struggle. Or you can, you can play it as the number on top, which is moving the tiles towards your end. So that's also like in, in a sort of related like area control, like moving all those tiles towards your end so that you can get to the... Oh, sorry. Oh, that's oh, a, oh this um, is part of a... Oh, that's right, a comparison. Okay, yeah, here, it's see. a comparison. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. I have to so, refresh the whole thing. Get back to the... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about yeah. that. Watergate you can crap. freeze it. You can freeze it on that. So Watergate, it basically you're playing as Nixon and then the press, who's trying to cover all his shady yeah. dealings. And what you need to do as Nixon is to survive your presidency um, without being a, a, a unmasked by the press. And as the press, you need to connect all of these evidence tokens and link them with all the witnesses so that you can pin... Um, uh, well, all the evidence yep. towards Nixon. I forgot what was it. What was it? Oh, it was the tapes. He was um, taping the Republican yep. Party, wasn't it? He was um, doing secret tapes of them. Yeah, so th this is a, 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 a tug of war between these two sides. And um, you have those dual cards. You have those events and that, those meaty choices, but all in a short package. So it has the same feeling as Twilight Struggle, but shorter and faster. And it's number one. And the maker of Glenn, uh, the person who made Glenn Moore. I was so surprised. That the person who made Glenn Moore made this just because it's this very different. Matthias yeah. Kramer? Oh, wow. Yes, it's from Matthias Kramer. Oh, Matthias oh. Kramer is in my top 10 designers of all time. Yeah, hey, you should play this. play this forever. Yeah. But I know that it's it's basically Twilight Struggle in like a tiny little package, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and it's not mean. Like you can't. Well, it is a little yeah. bit mean because they can bit turn mean. over the they can turn over the evidence. But also, it's all about card management. Like, how am I gonna play my cards? Because <laughs> after a while, when you're playing it over and over again, you kind of know what your cards mm. are, and you know what the cards the opponent has. And some of them are very, very strong. So you're like, oh, is that card in their hand? Should I play this now, or should in order for me to prevent that card from being played? So it's I love it. I just love it so much. Like it's one of the best. Oh to yeah, play yeah, yeah. Games, You're not so. alone in that. I mean, can't rave about it enough. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people like it. I think I've I've found this one. I think I like it better than Tarrant because for Tarrant it makes him a little bit frustrated every time he tried to achieve something that he couldn't achieve oh, yeah. it because I cancel it or something. So it, it's got that one, but um, so it doesn't get played as much because of that. I think. Mm-hmm. So um, other than that, it is. I can see where it's. Uh, where is it's Tarrant from. the Care Bearer uh, of your, of your guys's, gaming community? The yeah. Care Bear is he or? Yeah, like less less yeah. mean. Do they, do they like less mean games? Oh. No, 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 no. He really just gets no. frustrated he, um, by this one. No. He will no, yeah, he just got frustrated. He will do whatever it is that he needs based on the best strategy, not based on anything else. So he will, he will do it. Yeah. And I know he will do it. That's why I don't I don't mind doing things for him because he know he would do it. He will never get upset because he understands. Oh, sure, sure. So no, he's not the case. Yeah. 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 Um properly Yeah, and it. this one can be any theme also. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it makes sense because it's Richard yeah. Nixon and, you know, the press. So it's like a tug yeah. of war between the two. Unlike, yeah. So we can take about other. Unlike um, Twilight Struggle or the coin games, this does, I mean, you're right, this is card driven too, but this doesn't have the, hey, I'm going to play a card and it's going to help you as well, right? Uh, I mean, I'm looking at the cards no. that are on screen and these don't seem to. No, no, not right. as much, not as much. Um, yeah, no. So that's one thing it's missing. So this is I more mean, like... Would, would you say that's kind of what's missing mm. compared to that and, you know, like playing five times longer? Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're right. Uh, that would be so hard to make in a card game. Can you imagine? Like, oh, maybe half yeah, and yeah, half. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We should tell yeah. them. I'm going to email now. <laughs> Sir Matthias Kramer. There you go, yeah. <laughs> Can you make a game like this with maybe yeah. even thinking with Prisoner's Dilemma? Yeah. yeah. Good call. An Very excellent good. call. The, I'm sure mm, many people mm. will agree with you on that as a number one. Yep. Still not better than Targi, but still. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Stella. So my number one is, uh, as I said oh, earlier, those three games... Kind of like the top one, but this is... It's hard for me to uh, number one, two, three, but this is the one that I play the most. Yes, yep, yep. I play... I would bring it everywhere. We bring it on our wedding honeymoon. We just bring code names to it. Uh, duet, well, duet, and play it. We are so bad at it. I can't get turned. <laughs> but we. this is why we, we're hoping that one day... I'll give a clue that <laughs> Taron will understand and Taron will give a clue that is not too obscure that I would get it. And, you know, this is just so easy game. It's it's a cooperative. I and mean, We're talking about cooperative game. This is the cooperative two-player yes. game. Yes, is this our second co-op game on the list? I think it is. Oh, there. Yeah. Wow. Yay. So I think it is a little bit more underrated. I, I know that Coin Names is like, wow, big, but Coin Names do it is not as... Good, as popular as code oh, games, yeah? it, mm. it can be played. Or well, I heard like you can house rule it, so you can play more than two players. But it's such a good partner game, a very fun cooperative. 
you know, it's good for a couple maybe to have some cooperative game. Yeah. I don't know. I, know, um, I should play my co-op. <laughs> codenames, codenames do it. It's um, just so good. It's like a word, the word game that works better with your partner. Yeah, yeah. That's no, we, I mean, we, codenames yeah, we like it a lot. I actually, I mean, you know, there's a lot of these kinds of games for two players. Um, or for more players where, you know, it is all about trying to get into the head of the opponent. Okay, you can't talk. We, we have imperfect communication. Yes. And I love imperfect communication. Mm-hmm. And Jen and I are actually, uh, mm. sounds like, unlike you and Taryn, Jen and I are actually very good at it. We're, we're very, very good at intuiting. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. You know, when you've been married as long as us, I'm sure you'll get there, Stella. I'm sure you'll get there. Oh, no, 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 no. no, I mean, no we're coming no. up on 30 I think 30 me and Taryn's years, like... So we, we, you know, oh, well done. When, when is that? It, I think. I think we... we I, 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 I like this our year, this 30 year, years. Yeah. Wow, good job. This year, 30 years? No, next year, 30 uh, Oh, no, 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 no. It's a few years off. Actually, hold on. I have it okay, okay. Um, on the inside of my wedding ring. Uh, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, 91. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. 91. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, so, wow. So, so, geez, Louise. Uh, you know, we've been long enough to where we kind of both lose track now, basically. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. a good this thing. This is a good one. So yeah. I'm curious, do you prefer playing... Team code names over co-op code or two-player code names. I think I like the two-player. Wow, better. I was not expecting that. Really? Yeah, because because it's I don't know. As it, I only have played this with parents, okay. and I really do enjoy trying. This is like we are so different. The way we think is so different. That's probably. Um, it, this is where the couple that is so different, okay. like we fill each other's mm. gaps uh, in terms right. of uh, relationship and also Meeple University. Like he's good at these things and I'm good at these things. That's why we, we work well together. And this is where I'm always, always trying to get into Terrence's head to see, okay, this is what I think hopefully you'll get it. He, he never <laughs> get it yet. And he's trying to give me <laughs> these things that I try to get, but I don't yeah. get it. This is why we're bad at this, but we really... Like it for the hope that we'll get it one day. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. It's like, it's, I guess it's a bit more yeah, And There's a, yeah, there's yeah, a brilliant so twist to it, too, over regular co- team-based code names, which is in team-based code names, there's the one player who's the code giver and has to come up with something really clever that's brilliant, and everybody else is just standing around waiting. And you're like, you're under so much pressure. And here, yeah, both yeah. players are playing both roles <laughs> at the same time. I'm trying to figure out your your mm. clue while coming up with a clue for you at the same time. Yes, yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. This is why I like it. Be- uh, one of the reasons as well, I like this one better than the group. Yeah, codenames. totally, totally. Um, but again, I haven't played this, but apparently, uh, people can play codenames duet with in a group. So I, I think my my headset right. has got bad, low bad. Oh, oh, oh no, we're almost because there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, she's switching iPods or, uh, All right. no, uh, uh, switching Bluetooth. All right. All right. We yeah. should be okay. How she's about you, Eli? Eli's got the same headset as we're, me. We're kicking it old school with proper actual cables <laughs> plugged into our heads. No, I charge oh, my okay. Oh, no. I'm the only so one I'm kicking fine. it old school with an um, actual old style yeah. earbud. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. Why didn't, why didn't I consider that one? Honestly, I just didn't even consider it. And I probably should have for my top 10 now that I think about it. Mm. I think I kind Regrets. of forgot about it because. I just kind of classified yeah. under the code name umbrella, and I just didn't even think about it. Yeah. If I, had, I might have put it on my top ten. I guess it's I like Ella that you you forgot about the duet and duel version of yeah. things. That is, yeah, that you could include. Yeah. 
Um, there's so many games, so many great games out there. We only like barely scratched yeah, yeah. the surface. Maybe there are other games that we have not played that is also yeah. really good. Well, I think played. I mean you you, you reminding yeah. me of this. This has probably uh, given me my regret that um, I, I that I kind of I, I, I really <laughs> think I probably should have put this on my list as well, and it just kind of brushed down mm. the rug because I just I grouped mm. it in with regular code names. Because by the way, for the record, regular mm. code names is a really great cooperative two player game too. Um, although this is definitely better. All right, well, good call, yep. good call. I might allow that one over Targi. I might. But not that I, I'm, I'm really obsessed with Target. Uh, Target, if there's one thing you take away from this video. Folks. I noticed. Yeah, yeah. Is it your number one? No, it's okay, not. What because is your it, it, was on my, it was on my list five years okay, ago. So it new. didn't make it this time. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's right. My yeah, number yeah. one almost feels anticlimactic because oh, I should have done this. My number one is Circle the Wagons from Button Shy Games. Oh. I don't know if you know this one. Oh. Um, no, it is no. a little micro game. Small it is 18 cards. All the cards are two-sided. On one side, you've got a little two-by-two grid of old American West things like pickaxes and revolvers and buildings and, and whiskey barrels and wagons and stuff like that. And on the other side, you've got, uh, on these 18 cards, you've got 18 completely different objectives. When you set the game up, you t randomly pull three cards, flip them over. Those are the objectives. And then you take the rest of the cards and right. you circle them around the three objectives. And this is a, and on my turn, Ooh. it's for two players. I can take the next card. It's very patchwork-like. Actually, it's full circle. We start with patchwork-style yeah. thing. We're kind of ending with a patchwork-style thing. Because on my turn... I can take the next card that's available, or I can skip ahead because you know the card that's three further down on the rondelle. That's the one I really want. If I every card right. I skip, I give to you, my opponent, um, and, and you know, and, and that's painful because we then take these cards and we patch them together. And um, I, I I don't know what you call this style of game where you you have a whole bunch of cards and you stack them on top or you slide them underneath and you leave certain things open to try to create patterns and whatnot. I love this mechanism in so many games and this is one of the best ones I've ever seen. Uh, it's it's a quick ten minute game. Uh, it has so much gameplay because every one of those cards has a unique gameplay and the way these different objectives mix and match together makes the game feel radically different from game to game and it's just incredibly tight and fast because we can both see oh based on these three objectives in this game whiskey bottles are everything we must get them and oh the right. first whiskey bottle is five cards around okay i could jump right to it and i'll give you four cards okay so i don't do that so i'll take mm. the next one and then you could jump three forward and give me two cards are you going to do that or are you going to give it to me and right. it's just just pitch perfect, uh, a, a tight, uh, fast little playing game that you could easily play two, three, or four times just back to back, and it'll play so radically different every time with all the different mechanisms. It is absolutely brilliant. I mean, Button Shy has okay. made a On name for themselves with these kinds of little micro games, and I mean, this hmm. is high watermark stuff. I'm absolutely blown away by it. Talking about now, I would Circle happily go and play it with Jen. And it's just one of the best games we've played in years. It's my number one, Circle the Wagons. And I don't know if either of you have played it. Probably not. No, no, no I no. haven't. No, I haven't either. But we can probably like go to their website and buy the yes. pre Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, because that, that's yeah. their thing. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. literally 18 cards. They come in these nice little like pouches that you can carry in your pocket. Pouch, yeah. yeah I, I cannot yeah, recommend it Bring it anywhere. It okay. Phew, we made it. The mechanic reminds me of Cafe. Yes. Have you cafe played Cafe? Is, a, is another example of that kind of patching cards together. Cafe is brilliant. Um, if Cafe was a two-player only game, Not it probably would have been on this list. 
but um, you can play it higher player count. Um, whereas this one is only for two players. I think it actually does have solo rules as well, although I haven't tried those. Or I think you can download... It does. Yeah, yeah. I played. But mm -hmm. it's it's fantastic. Although I think, honestly, both of you ended stronger with some really big crowd pleasers. Um, and I'm still kicking myself <laughs> over Codenames duet. Oh, man. I probably should have been <laughs> Oh, no. A special mention. There you you go, can do yes. a special mention. I think well, we, hey, all, we're here at the we all have regrets have as well. That they want? I, my, my, number, my next one on the list was going to be Seastead. So I'm really glad you called it out. But now I think my next one on the list might be Codenames Duet and then Seastead after that. Okay. Yeah. Mine might be Seven Wonders Duel, and the, uh, I have regrets <laughs> about that. If I, I would have had Unmatched, but then I looked on BJG yes, and found out yes. that you can play players. Yeah. Unmatched would have been great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and actually, as I understand it, it's it's not bad. It's it's not one of those things where, oh, by the way, it also has a four-player, but nobody would ever do it. Apparently, it's a very interesting team way to play, I guess. Yeah. 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 Two yeah. I played it. It's fun. Uh, my regret is Ayla, 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 and something shiny. Huh? It's oh, well, it's, it's a special mention, I would say. So that's the um, like Ella say um, your number ten game. Um, you're adventuring, so you reveal cards, and it takes you to another card, but it's a different what adventure. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, Ayla and something. Well, shiny. I like that shiny. art. I wow, watched a video nice. of that. Yeah, it's yeah, gorgeous. yeah. So, believe it or not, this is by Ice Max, who made um, Age of Civilization, Age of Galaxy, very different game. Um, Age of Galaxy Ooh. is coming up. Um, oh, yeah. okay. So, the, the same designer that does those two games, Age of Civilization, Age of Galaxy, and they, I don't know, um, I haven't actually played their previous okay. games. Uh, that's actually my photo there, <laughs> one of oh, them what? in mine, oh. I think. On BGG. Which one? I should, yeah. I should go to that one. Which one was it? Uh, oh, it's just the bunny and the, the box. It doesn't actually okay. show you anything, so any photos will do. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's got, it comes with plushie. It is a gentle adventure game, also with like family. Um, solo? Is it solo? I can't remember now. Is it solo? I, 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 Pretty sure it plays solo. Yeah. So this, I mean, this Thank is so a, an adventure that. story thing. It's got a bunch of one to three one to, players. Oh, to, okay, then it's off the list. Three players? Yeah. No. Yeah, no, yeah sorry. <laughs> I forgot. Dang. Dang. Oh, I remember Sparks. Sparks could be on my list. That's one to two players. Sparks is lovely. Sparks. Oh, right. Yeah. Par Parks. Oh, Parks. 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 Oh, no, Parks is not a two-player oh, game. For some reason, I thought Parks it was is a four-player. I think. Is it one to two? Nope. You're, you must be thinking no, of one to yes, five. Right, one to five. You might be thinking Sorry. of Morels, maybe? Which is which Morels has no, kind of a No, I was thinking Parks because I only play a lot of games two players, so I always think they're ah. two player. <laughs> and then you find out it's five yeah. or four. Yeah. Well, okay. I think the longer That's we keep fair. going, we're going to come up with fewer and fewer two player only games if we keep this up. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Awesome. Well, um, well thanks for both. I mean, you guys both had fantastic lists with some really interesting stuff. I mean, I was surprised how many I'd never even heard of. And I actually, I'm kind of embarrassed by that a little bit, too. Because I'm kind of like the two-player nah. couples guy. That's kind of my thing. So There's so many oh, games. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. many games. So. Awesome. Mm. And when you think that you know everything, you don't sort of think. Uh, 
<laughs> well, um, it, was, it was wonderful having you on. Like I said, folks, right up front, if you go check out the links in the show notes, you can find both Ella and Stella's channels. And if you watch, you'll probably find the two of them collaborating because they're they're very good friends in real life. Um, my favorite thing from Stella, I think one of the first videos I ever saw of yours that I posted on was a short and sweet. She has her short and sweet where, I mean, and that's what most of your videos were, which made it very difficult to show them because they were so short um, in this long form top 10. <laughs> um, really, really great stuff. And Ella, I mean, you just do so much. You have so much variety and a lot of live streaming stuff as well. Actually, both of you do a lot of live streaming. And I mean, and we, as we briefly hmm. saw in that one where your um, Watergate stuff, you have incredibly high production values too. I mean, really nice looking stuff. Yeah. I try yes. my best. Yeah. <laughs> that one was um, like this, like that. I compare, like I recommend games based on games I already mm -hmm. love. So, because that's how you find games, right? You like this game, yeah. what else do you like? So that's, that's a good one. Thing yeah. I that make. is a good yeah. series. Okay. Well, then folks, I think we have made it to the end. It is 8.12 at night. Um, we started... Uh, over two and a half hours ago, I've completely missed dinner, and I think it's the early afternoon for the two of you down under. So, um, yep. I, I think that's it. And again, thank you. I had a really great time. Wonderful list. Um, sorry if I over-talked. I, I, I tend to over-talk a lot, and I apologize no. for that. No, no, no. I'm okay. happy with that. Cool, cool, cool. No, not at all. Awesome. And now, I'm going to hang up, so and then we can all start here. cursing like sailors, because you're both Australian, and I know you've been holding it in for long. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Uh, okay. Lovely to be here. Thank you so much again Thank for you. having us here. Yeah. It was yep. fun. Awesome. All right. And, um, and that's it for folks. Uh, links are, are, you know, lists of all these are down in the show notes. Check out their channels. They're both great. And I'll keep watching too. Thanks for watching, everybody. Talk to you later. So long. Where's my stop big red button? There it is. Bye bye. And I didn't actually hit the button, but now I can hit the button while you guys are all right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay, I, I will stop recording. This is always the scary part um, where I'm always afraid everything will